Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is like a classic version of the sports brew, dude. This is old can crushing Tuesday. Y'all were thinking it was Super Tuesday for some political action. You know what we're doing? Super Tuesday for some sports brew action, baby. Pull that. <laughs> mm. Ah, mighty tasty. Anywho, it's good to catch up, man. We always have a little bit of downtime after the Super Bowl, kind of the wrap-up of the NFL season and the playoffs and the Super Bowl. We need a little downtime before we set up for college basketball, the offseason, all the other stuff. So it's time to get kind of get back in the game a little bit, warm back up, hang out, you know, hang out, have a good time, have pop the tops, share some stories, and share some beverages and have a little fun. So that's what we're going to do tonight. So let's go ahead and get a couple of peeps up in this bad boy. First and foremost, my friends going to be my co-conspirator at this Rage Against the Machine concert sometime in August. That's right. Hell yeah. Mark knocking out some items on his bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. Alright, three brew and fun. That's quality, man. That was good. That was good. That was good. How was life in the district, bro? Life in the district is pretty good. I, I think you should throw a little rage in there. You Got a little rage to throw in there? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, really, is that like a legit real question? I, of course, no, you do. <laughs> yeah. I got lots of rage. An extensive collection. There we go. You know what? I'm shifting gears a little bit. That's right. That was that was more what I needed right there out of the gate, man. A little freedom. Always a good decision. <laughs> it is, man. So I've been toying around with uh, some of the music streaming services. I've used Pandora and Spotify and all this and all that. And so uh, we were listening to some, I don't know, whatever random stuff uh, we were doing upstairs. And... Um, the kids were playing with Alexa because they're old enough now. Like they hear us, you know, say, "Hey, Alexa, play blah blah blah," and so they've started to do it. And they'll try to change the volume and do this and do that. And so all of a sudden, I don't know what we had asked for. And so because um, we, you know, we have Prime and all that stuff, so we have like part of the music. And I guess whatever we had asked for wasn't part of the normal Prime music. Uh, it was part of like the premium or whatever they call it. And so all of a sudden, you know, we had, we have one of the hockey puck jobbies. You know, it says, oh, do you want to try this, you know, Amazon Prime music, this thing, that thing for like this single device? And so Chloe's like, yes. And, and, <laughs> and so, so, so Chloe's, Chloe signed us up for a service. I'm like, well, okay, that's fine. It's like three bucks for a month. I think you get a month free anyway. I was like, whatever. We can play around with it for 30 days. No big deal. And so, of course, at that point, they were like, hey. Alexa, play this song. Boom, it does it. Play this song. Boom, it does it. Play this song. Boom, it does it. Which I think is really nice, right? I don't know that, you know, everybody else in the household cares as much as I do. The kids right now are more focused on saying, hey, Alexa, can you fart? And then Alexa will let one rip. Uh, incidentally, if you, if, if you did, for anybody that was unaware of this, Alexa will fart on command and you can request rage farts, angry farts, greasy farts, you know, whatever. You can request long, squeaky ones, big, bassy ones. She will oblige. And they also have a fart pack add-on that you can get. Uh, and it's discounted for Prime members. I think it was like a buck sixty-nine or a buck forty-nine. I don't know. We did not buy the fart pack. 
Um, Justin. Yeah. I have to tell you, dude, I did that with my teenager the yeah. other day. <laughs> did you? <laughs> nice. I was doing it just for fun, and we just went on for like 30 minutes of a wet fart. Big fart, you know. Just I mean, who knew? Right, right. I mean, uh, yes. I'm, and, I'm, I'm honestly ashamed that I didn't know about this. Like, I feel like I'm the what? one that should, I'm what? the idiot that bought the broken fart cannon, and yet I didn't even know about this. <laughs> Mark. So I will, I will, re- I was going to say I will rectify this, but I will rectify this. Do you mean rectify this? <laughs> you got to do it. How did you not know that you can get Alexa to fart? All the stupid, all the stupid crap. There were like, there were probably like apps and, sh- and add-ons and things like that, or that they call them skills. But uh, I didn't know that it was just like a. Yeah, I, I, I clearly have to fix it. Fix this. That is so I, I, I unbelievable. I'll tell you really quickly if I'll both want a, a Hon- random. I got to tell you honestly, oh, I'm almost kind of hurt and disappointed that you never got Alexa fart. I, I, I know. I mean, I, cause I'm a, dude. We have. I'm pretty sure in our household right now we have. Six Alexas. Good God! Um, what do you have? Control and stuff. Well, we, we've we've got the the show in the kitchen, so we got the one with the screen. I love that for recipes. Uh, we've got my soundbar has one. I have one of the uh, pocket book ones in the basements. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got one in the bedroom, and then we've got two that are just unused right now. So we've got six total, which yeah, silly. But um, <laughs> so yes, I love I love them. Obviously, I mean that's that's my thing. But yes, I'm, I didn't know about this. I was gonna tell you one random yeah, yeah. thing that you all should do, and anybody listening should do too. It's it's so creepy you won't want to do it again. But ask her sometime to, to either to enter whisper mode or just to whisper to you. And she will, and it's incredibly creepy. The idea of it is it's supposed to be like if you wanted to use her, but like somebody was nearby like sleeping, you didn't want to disturb them. But it's, it's incredibly creepy, but it's very funny. It's just say, like, Alexa, enter whisper mode. Huh, okay. Oh, then yeah. I'll ask her for a silent but deadly and see how it works. <laughs> we'll, combine, we'll combine the two. We'll combine the two. <laughs> That's strange. What well, do you do? That do you do like the Amazon Music, or do you use one of the other services? Yeah, I've got, I've got all the Amazon Music. I actually I do the like the top tier, like you know, like high definition, you know, all that. Yeah. Uh, so the top tier, uh, it, it seems worth it to me. It's I guess like fifteen a month. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm trying to play around with a couple different ones. I, You know, like, I don't need the title. I know that's, like, the ultra high and stuff, but I don't have, like, crazy, right. super nice gear, so that's, like, a waste. So I've, I've played around with Pandora, which I've used for years, Spotify I've toyed around with. I've played a little bit with Amazon Music, but, you know, I'm, like, an iPhone guy, and, I, you know, I love music in the car. That's really my zone is in the car, and so I right. want something that plays really well in that. So I'm doing this little demo of the Apple Music, which is nice. But, you, you know, what's funny, you get so used to one service that it work. You know, like, things are just different enough. You're like, oh, man. Like, uh, I'm used to, like, radio stations. So I'll be like, hey, play, I don't know, Raging Against the Machine Radio off Pandora. So, you know, you get these... Not necessarily, since I have, like, I'm on the free tier of Pandora. So it's not like, sure. you know, this great mix. It's not like super deep and super broad, but there's enough there to hold my interest. And it's it's awkward because I haven't set up all these custom playlists. I haven't merged my library. I was like, oh my God, I, I don't know if I can merge my library and my playlist with the cloud. Ah, you know what I mean? Like, do I want to do that? But I'm, I'm just trying to get a feel for different different streaming services. But I will say it sounds really good. better sure. than, Better than I thought. Even through Bluetooth, I was surprised. And, and it was what's, what's, what's really cool with, with any of the, um, certainly with any of the Alexas, but certainly the um, 
I forget what it's called. The the, the dot. The dot is the puck one. Uh-huh. Um, but you can certainly, yeah, you can pair it with any Bluetooth speaker, and and so I mean, it's it's uh, it really does sound decent enough on its own. But uh, but certainly, you know, you get to get a decent uh, Bluetooth speaker. I love the JBLs. JBLs right now are like my my jam with Bluetooth speakers. But um, yeah, it's 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 great. I'd say I'll tell you the, the main thing. <laughs> so going on to yeah. random start, but uh, this uh, is a very this is your this is your sports brew <laughs> this, audio exactly, review. This, this can be let's, let's just do sports brew music edition. Um, <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to the NFL off season. Let's talk about exactly, exactly. Amazon Alexa, Apple Music, hockey pucks, dots. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, Je- Je- Jeopardy. I, I love I love I love the Jeopardy thing because you can uh, play play. Uh, I think there's like twelve clues a day, which is really cool. Um, and we do okay on them, but then I, I do enjoy on the weekend they have a uh, like Jeopardy teens on Saturdays. I think that one's uh-huh. my jam because that one is <laughs> can usually ace that one. And Jeopardy also Jeopardy teen. sports on the weekend too, which is usually nice. much easier. So uh, yeah, yeah. Another one Lily and I used to do. Nice. <laughs> well, I have to. I'll have to see if they have like a Jeopardy pre K because uh, Whitfield will be good at that one. <laughs> Whitfield will have that one down true, down pat. True, true, and your kids also might really like. Um, they're not too expensive. I got the. Um, the echo buttons they're basically like buzzers so for there's certain skills you can enable i'm sure they love them and then they're pretty durable i think they could play with them but uh just basically like so it just I mean just like a buzzer for a game show and we haven't we haven't crossed that bridge yet i don't know we'll see i hear, I, hear. I still haven't gotten trial by trolley by the way i'm still waiting on that Tom's way. i know eventually let's go ahead and actually intro poor shannon who's just been <laughs> hanging out <laughs> let's go ahead and get him in here man what should we give old mcguffin Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> that works as well. But. That's true. That is pretty <laughs> funny, man. Back, you can't come in to back that ass up. We can't do that. I mean, we could, but that's not what we're going to do. Yeah, here we go. There it is. We'll go with some California love, man. Oh, McGuffin, man. brother. What, what happened to this Kentucky game tonight, man? Dude, they were up 17 in the second half and uh, blew it. But you know what, though? I'm going silver lining here. Get Mark intensity plus eight and a half. Uh, <laughs> um, I, th- I think that's going to help them to focus a little bit more. They've been on a really good streak lately. They've won yep. eight or nine in a row and cruising. And they were cruising in this game, then they just... Yes, they let it go. <laughs> you know, I really thought you were going to tell me out of the gate, not even about the game. I thought you were going to tell me how absolutely excited you are about Philip <laughs> Philip Rivers. Oh, I was getting there. I was getting there. Because I was going to say, speaking of rage, I do not want some rage face in Indianapolis. Because, bro, let me tell you something. Look, I, it's nothing against Philip Rivers. Yes, it is. Okay, it is. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to go to Tampa Bay because he moved his family to Florida. <laughs> Look, man, either go with Brissett or draft your future QB. I will say I don't really get the thing with Rivers. I mean, there are some quarterbacks I could, I could sort of understand for a, a, a small window. I mean, obviously, we joked around about Brady. That would have been hilarious. But we were championship ready, then absolutely yeah. bring Rivers or Brady for a year or Rivers two. Rivers hasn't won anything. I, I, and I don't say that to, like, demean the guy. But they, they he has 
you know, when have they ever truly delivered in the clutch? And maybe that's not fair. It's not like he's got a bunch of rings. So, and that's the thing, man. You can, to me, you can at least build an argument. And you say, okay, Tom Brady, fine, he's a little bit older, but you know what? That's a guy that on a team, what you would hope for is what those last couple of years you got out of Peyton, right? In Denver, right. is that you get leadership. And there's enough there for the first year, and maybe the team has to carry him a little bit in year two. But if you – well, <laughs> maybe a lot of bit depending on arm strength. Uh, but you're paying for the package of what somebody represents to get you over the hump, right? right. Mm. And, like, you can build a case for that. But where does Rivers get that kind of – I just don't I see – and I, I don't dislike him. We like to make fun of him. Don't get yes. me wrong. The rage face and all that stuff. I get it. But it's not like he's got a bunch of hardware and you look at him and go, Hall of Famer, champion, you know what I mean? It's worth it. Why not just – I mean, unless yeah. unless there's clearly an issue with Brissett, if you don't want Jacoby, man, draft a replacement. But, I mean, how much of an upgrade is Phillip Rivers? I mean, he's not. You'd rather take the, the year to progress Brissett. I mean I – mean, that- I guess just not. Did two years, thirty million on them, at least. Yeah, but they've also in the last week have said they have interest in Mariota. And oh yeah, uh, that's a winning combination. Yeah, can't wait. Um, yeah, exactly, and some some other. Uh, oh, freaking Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton might be okay. But um, that, that that was the Patriots and Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's free agency trying to blow smoke up people's asses. Oh, of co- of course to- it is. Of course it is. That's I mean, part of the game. I'm just not used to that because, quite frank, I mean, look, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled. I'm a spoiled football fan. I've had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck for, what, 20-plus years. Well, and then we had Brissett. So, you know. Yeah, and of I course, hear you. Lindy, Lindy's spoiled because he's had Brady. <laughs> I, Although I, I'm telling you right now, Justin. Yeah. If Brady went to Indianapolis, you would have to have therapy, a therapy podcast with me and Lindy, <laughs> sitting on the couch talking to a therapist about Brady going to Indianapolis. That would be podcast gold. Uh, that that would be so strange. God, that'd be weird. It would be the weirdest thing ever. But podcast wise, it would be gold. Yeah. Well, one would hope. Uh, I think the the <laughs> the rumor that that's you know and granted, I mean I, I I swear I feel like uh, you know Tom Brady is like the domino that everybody's just waiting to fall because there's been you name a team and there's been speculation about him the Chargers yep the Raiders yep the Colts yep Tampa Bay yep um, the Redskins yep I mean you know what I mean like he's been connected to all kinds of stuff I, I still hope that he stays in New England I would like to see him finish his career there. But if they, you know, depending on what he wants, if it's time to move on, the one I will say I'd be fascinated by, and this is one of the ones that we've joked around in the past, and the rumors have kind of picked up some more. I mean, again, they're just rumors. It doesn't mean anything until stuff actually happens. But it's been all the stuff about, well, maybe they'll trade, maybe the 49ers are legitimately interested in him. They'll trade Garoppolo back to the Patriots, or they'll sit on Garoppolo and bring Brady. I don't think you could keep them both. If if I was Jimmy G, I would in no way, shape, or form be okay with that. In no way, shape, or form would I be like, oh yeah, no. sure, I'll back up Tom Brady. Yeah, why not? I would in no way, shape, or form be happy about that. Uh, they no, would, they, they he got you to a Super Bowl. They would have to trade him. I mean, he would have he would have to be. You know, they'd have to move him. Um, so I thought that one was kind of funny. Can you imagine them trading Garoppolo back to New England? 
So basically, Belichick says, hey, you pay him. You you know what I mean? You let him cut his teeth. Let him get some reps. We'll bring him back here. You can have Tom Brady. Grew, you know, grew up the 49ers fan, hanging out. Let, let him finish out his career there. That would be incredibly amazing. I wish Randy was here tonight. I really do. Because uh, I would love to hear him either bitch, complain, or laugh, or just be like, Pfft. you know, whatever his rap. I would love to hear Oh, his- you know what you're getting out of Randy. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, that. There'd be, there'd be a lot of that. But that one, I fi- that one I find compelling. And I think that's just because it would be so improbable that that would be wild if that actually happened you know that would be wild I again I personally hope he stays in New England and just finishes his career there yeah that's what I hope to see some weapons though yes and not mess around and actually get like Emmanuel Sanders or whoever and bring a couple of good receivers in bring in a well, you know, look, man, look, I got to tell you, man, they, they got your man Debo over there in San Fran. That's got to be pretty tempting for him. <laughs> Damn it, Chris Ballard. You could have had freaking Debo. <laughs> you got your man Debo, brother. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Give me some. Give me some hound. Great day. You are getting uh, feisty over there, man. Fuck the city. Cunts. <laughs> Fuck the king. <laughs> Who do you think sent me? That's who sent you. (laughs) That's about right. That's funny. I think that's the first time I heard the who do you think sent me. (laughs) So, anywho. Well, look, man. um, Again, this is one of those things that, you know, I listen to a lot of sports radio and I watch a lot of programs. And this is always a time of year where it's it's just speculation. And some of it's just... You know, you're just talking to talk. You know what I mean? They just they have to fill airtime. They got to argue about stuff. And I'm fascinated by where he ends up, but like I certainly didn't feel compelled to talk about that weekly for the past month. You know, yeah. what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. But I think it's I'm fascinated by how it plays out. I really am. Just like I'm fascinated by what the Redskins do in the two hole. I'm fast. There's a lot of things I'm curious about. Side note. Side note. I I still. <laughs> The quarterback carousel is going to be fascinating. I do think some people are going to be holding out for money, and they're going to be sadly disappointed because they're not going to get paid what they think they're going to get paid. Mm. Breeze coming back. I don't know what he's got left in the tank. I hope he can go out on a high note. Uh, I would imagine that means Bridgewater's on the move. Uh, Jameis Winston, I, I think Tampa Bay has to bring him back. I mean, I just I don't think Rivers is, that, is a sniffing up upgrade. You know, unless um, you know, unless Arians is like, I want, I'm done. I mean, he got LASIK, and I know that the thirty thirty eyesight joke was great. I loved that. I thought that was phenomenal. But I mean, they, allegedly you couldn't see the scoreboard in the stadium, dude. How in the hell did they not have that done before then? I mean, I, I don't. Have, I, it's amazing like, he, to me. His eyes were. He's been like that since Florida State, where he's had the squint. Yeah, like he he's had that since he was at Florida State, and now it's unbelievable. And now, all of a sudden, now we get the eye corrective done and it's like dude you should have had that done like after your rookie season so really he was just taking those crab legs to put them under a mat he couldn't see the price on it right yeah he, he couldn't find the checkout line couldn't find he, like, he, he, yeah he thought it was like a farmer's market self-checkout man i couldn't find it. i couldn't see it man sorry y'all bye <laughs> I, I don't know 
It, it, it happens does. to the best of us. You know, I mean, you have all the Burrow speculation. You have all the Tua speculation. You know, and all the stuff with Haskins. There's just a lot, man. All the quarterback stuff is fascinating. And I think once the <clears throat> chips actually start to fall and people start signing, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it. But I, I think a couple of guys are going to have inflated senses of of worth and then they're going to get paid boku <laughs> bucks and they're just not. Uh, Justin. Yeah. And I don't know if you're going in this direction, but I think you read the article about Haskins and reading the playbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I don't know how accurate that article is. I got to be honest with you, but there, there, there was one article that said Dwayne. This is the headline: said Dwayne Haskins was so bad at reading the playbook, Redskins coaches thought he was dyslexic. And I was like, oh god. Hopefully, hopefully that's not the case, because <laughs> that's awful. That's true, man. It is. It, it is, is in a book. And, and that's an Ohio State education gone to waste. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe the Redskins should think twice before taking Chase Young. Man. And I'm joking because the dude is a freak. Uh, here's the thing, man. Um, I thought Haskins sh- showed some, you know, progress over the course of the season, but I, you know, I don't know what that guy's ceiling is. I think at, at this point you have to trust Rivera coming in, and if they believe in Haskins, then if they believe in Haskins and they like Chase, take him a two. Right, take Chase Young a two, call it a day, because if Haskins isn't the answer, you're gonna find out this year. You're gonna know, it might because you'll you'll be able to see what his progression is, and if it doesn't work work with or work for Rivera, you're probably gonna know that relatively quickly. If they really love, I mean, they're bringing in Burrow and Tua, which I think is smart. I think you need yes. to do that. Yes. Um, we've joked that you know I, I thought that <laughs> we've had some conversation where we're like, oh, it'd be a riot if the Bengals took Tua, and what ha- you know what I mean? Like all kinds of weird stuff could happen, but. Our expectation, obviously, is that Burrow is at the one hole, and then it's just a matter of do the Redskins trade down? You know, do they do they basically set anybody up to, you know, get a bounty of picks and try to move up to take two? I don't know. Uh, and there's been some traction lately with people talking about the Redskins taking. I mean, you know, years ago when he first broke onto the scene, I loved that kid, man, because he made some just just incredible and incredibly accurate throws. Mm-hmm. So, I, and, and I, we're not the only ones that thought that. I mean, the whole tanking for Tua, you know, that, that's that been a popular thing for a while. Yes, I know he's got the injuries. We get it. But my mindset, and there's been some traction for it recently, if they really loved him, then you do what the Cardinals did and you take him. Because if, yeah. you, if you really love him and you don't believe in Haskins and you really like Tua, then... I'm okay with that roll the as a fan. I'm okay with that roll of the dice because if you don't if if you get your quarterback right, it makes up for a ton of other stuff. The only thing that you have to remember is that last year the Redskins moved up in the draft to take Haskins. That was essentially a Dan Snyder pick. So the no, light- hold on, I thought they I thought they stood stood pat. I thought they moved up. Nah, they right, and well, there was talk of them moving up, but well, he actually fell right to him. Either way, that was a Dan Snyder pick. It was. That was a Dan Snyder pick. Because he fell 
right into their lap and they're like oh he's like give me haskins there you go and i don't think jay gruden wanted him and that's why jay gruden got fired no all the chatter was that gruden did not want him and that's why he got fired he got fired because he was a mediocre head coach and that was a that was a sad sack of a football team it was his it was his time to go he he had had his window of of years to be whether stability he had job security for a chunk of time and didn't accomplish a whole bunch whether that's on him or them, the whole organization, the bag of fail, whatever, man, they didn't get it done. Uh, but Haskins well, was fact he had uh, right freaking um, McVeigh and um, Shanahan as his coaches yep. on the staff at the oh, same they had, time. They had a lot of talent. They had a lot of uh, they had a lot of coaching talent. But mm-hmm. anywho, I mean, look, if if Dwayne Haskins was essentially a Dan Snyder move, yeah, then that would be. Like, how big would the cojones have to be on, like, Rivera, right? To roll in and be like, Dan, I know that was your guy last year, but you know what? F it. We're going deep. We're getting, you know, we're, we're taking another quarterback, man. Let's roll. <laughs> like, that, I mean, that would take, that, I mean, that would take some stones, dude. At this point, if Dan Snyder, and this is a big if, if he's a competent owner, would let, Rivera you cannot the use the word competent and Dan Snyder in a singular sentence I unless know. unless you you preface it with in incompetent is is an acceptable use of that that one you can do dude I tried I know I try I tried. although I mean clearly but, I think he's trying to you know get a football but you gotta dude let Rivera right pick who he wants you got to give him that leverage well if you have if, to trust in that process. Well, and again, that's the thing, man. I, I know it's always it's it's always next year, always next year, always next year, always next year. But you know, you've got some obviously. You know, it, that would be the Trevor Lawrence, you know, debate. Well, it, there's the other thing I heard is the Patriots get rid of everybody, tank, tank this year, and get Lawrence, and then dominate for another. Oh yes, because that's that's their style. They're gonna. I mean, come on. I know Belichick won't do that. that that's that's not their mo. But, but that's, the, the, from, that's the other thing, though. Like, you just suck the ass this year and get Lawrence next year. And, of course, that's if he comes out. Well, well, correct. But, I mean, realistically, if you stick with Haskins, you give him this year. Right. Which and is if, the same with the Colts. Right. And if it's said another year. Right. And if the team's terrible, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they're going to be a two or three win team and Haskins doesn't really have much progression, it's not like the defense was done. I mean, the defense was okay in some spots last year. They had some moments where they were decent and they have got a lot of talent on the line. So that's like, you know, accentuating a strength. Uh, and they got rid of Norman, obviously. So that's probably a, a net addition by subtraction with that. Well, and but, I, I think, or think Washington has a interesting position there. Do you go chase young or do you trade down and hope a coda, a cuda, excuse me, falls to you mm-hmm. as the top quarterback in the draft? Because, He's a stud. I watched him multiple times mm-hmm. this year. Man to man. I mean, he held his own against some of the best receivers in the nation. And that, that kid is a absolute stud. And I, Washington, I don't did, think you can go wrong at the two spot getting Akuda or Young. Did that dude from Alabama run like a 4-2-something? Henry Ruggs? Yeah, did Ruggs run like a 4-2-7 or something ridiculous? Yes, that was a receiver. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who was it that had that crazy catch? Uh, I missed that See, one. Um, Mark, do you know? CD, uh, 
CD Lamb from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. It had some like ridiculous like jumped up in the air, spinning around, brought it down. I mean, granted, it's yeah. uncovered. It's just you know it was like practice reps, right? But I mean, it, it was a th- it was a it was a a beautiful catch. I saw the slow mo version of it. Yeah, CD Lamb, right? Class this year yeah. is ridiculous. By yeah, the way. Th- some of the receivers look phenomenal. Uh, again, I, you know, I mean, hey, the combine. What do they like to call that? The old underwear Olympics. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So but, no, mean, but they, uh, legitimately, there are a, a ton of studs this year. Yes, I wouldn't be opposed. Like, and that's why I wouldn't be opposed if the Redskins drop back. But you know, again, it's it's operating with the assumption that they're competent with what they do with the picks. True. You know. And, and if somebody wants to move up for Young, or if somebody wants to move up, I mean, let's be honest, if they're moving up to two, they're probably moving up for Tua, would be the assumption. So here's the one thing I will say, because you can get lost in talking about what-ifs and all this stuff with, you know, mock drafts and somebody taking this person. What I will say is this, every year there's a, there's surprises in the draft, and what you think is going to happen, you might get you might get a couple of picks right. You know what I'm saying? I think the safest one is that Burrow is number one, but who knows what they're going to do. Uh, I mean, it's a crapshoot because there's smoke screens and misdirections. There's going to be, in my, <laughs> there's going to be some trades. There's going to be some movement, and there are going to be people that get drafted, and you're like, what? Who? <clears throat> what? Why did they move? What are they doing? You'd be like that Philly then, fan or that Cleveland fan. <laughs> no, you know what? Then you get to bring out the classic, and I always, <laughs> I always loved the semi. That was a Knicks fan. That oh, was, Knicks fan. That was a That's Knicks right. fan. Let me see if I have that thing, man. I know I do. I just got to find the actual. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorites, dude. They drafted who? Yeah, yeah. No, that's the one, man. That's the one you got to have. Oh, here he goes. 2015 NBA draft. That's it. They drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> That was Kristaps Porzingis. That's who that kid was. Legit. God, they threw him out of there almost as fast as they threw out Spike Lee. The other day. Oh. <laughs> Why'd they do? How do you Why'd they do a Spike Lee like that, man? Why'd they do a Spike Lee like that, dude? Oh my god! How much money do you think that guy has spent being a Knicks fan? How many people are even Knicks fans? You know these days. He's had courtside seats since the nineties. He's probably spent ten or fifteen million dollars with them, man. Who knows? That employee elevator. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do y'all? I'm seriously. How do? You, how do you f that up? I mean, when, didn't they? Didn't they escort? Was it Oakley that they escorted out that one time? Yes. <laughs> um. You know, it, it, you do like that, the man? only thing I'll say is this. I'm glad that there is at least one owner in the sports world that is clearly worse than Dan Snyder. And it is it is Dolan. James Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> it is Dolan. Without oh, a doubt, ha- has to be the, wor- the, the worst owner of, like, a franchise that is not just a sports team. But, like, was, I mean, that was an iconic. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's was. like Was. I don't know what they, I don't know what the Knicks are anymore. Joke. I mean, they've sucked for a while. I mean, we get that, but I mean, <laughs> ownership Come of on, the dude. Knicks is a joke, Ugh. absolute joke. Anyway, well, we're, I don't want to get lost on a Knicks tangent, <laughs> but yeah, thought about yeah. Peter, just interject Peter Griffin, and then we'll. Uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's probably about right. 
Yeah, let me let me, let me dig that up for you. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. Oh my God, who the hell cares? Cunts. <laughs> It's about there right. Yeah. <laughs> now let's segue. Uh, let's segue. Let's segue. Uh, let me let me ask you this, uh, Mark. What 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 has been like your flavor du jour lately? Are, are you are you messing around with some, you know, spring training? Are you all over this uh, apparently mediocre Duke team? Like, what do you what's been, what do you what have you been sports vibing on the last month? I'm mostly getting into the NBA. I think the NBA has actually been pretty, pretty uh, entertaining. Lakers been dominant, so that's that's always been great for me. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> NBA has been very, very good. And uh, and get ready for baseball. I'm definitely real, real excited for baseball. I was going to throw in one quick, uh, quick thing that related to uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, um, especially a month or two ago, you know, baseball talking heads were you know, in the off season or you know grasping at straws at times just as much as people trying to, uh, you know, make anything into a story. I don't remember who it was, but somebody just hilariously to me, and hopefully to most people, not even just Mets fans, uh, they were going around uh, entertaining the idea of what any team would have to give up to get Mookie Betts, who obviously wound up going to the Dodgers. Um, And what was just hysterical to me was one of the guys on the panel uh, when it came to the Mets, uh, said with a straight face that outside of Jacob DeGrom, he said, any Mets player has to be available, including Pete Alonzo, for, I mean, we so Mets should give up anything, including Alonzo, to get Betts. This yeah. is what I got. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's just so absurd. There's not a single Mets fan that would possibly agree with that. Mookie yeah. Betts. Hell of a player, phenomenal player, but there's just no chance in hell that a guy who just set the rookie record for home runs, who is already a leader in the clubhouse, liked amongst all his teammates, just every single thing you could possibly want out of a guy, and is going about to enter his second season, that you would ever put him on the radar. I mean, unless the Angels were willing to give up Trout for, you know, (laughs) a lot. Alonzo, that, that that's basically the, that's that's probably the only possible consideration, and even then, maybe a stretch. Uh, whatever. We know we know talking heads will talking did, head. By the way, did you see? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you got to have something to talk about, so you kind of manufacture some stories. I mean, you just do, uh, of course, of course, or, or, you, or you you know you have fun with random stuff. Oh did, my god! Did, did you see Trout completely crush the hell out of that ball at like a Top Golf? <laughs> Yeah. Good. It's, God, it's terrifying. Man. terrifying. Yeah. Have, have you have you guys have you guys tried that? Yeah. No, yeah. Only in only in Vegas. It's so much fun, but yeah. I, I mean, we did it for somebody somebody's birthday. I don't even remember. Was it, it was it Sue Bush? Oh, I think it was Sue Bush. And so we went out to the one of the uh, one of the spots. We have two in Richmond, Top Golf and I forget the name of the other one. But uh we went to one of those places hang, hanging out. And we were all completely terrible. I mean, we were bad. We were bad. We were all bad. I don't think I ever posted any videos of it because they were embarrassingly bad. Uh, I mean, like it's, it's it's hard. It's hard to do. You know, wait, well, if you've never done it, right? If right. It's the hardest thing, in it, dude. It's ser- other than hitting a fastball or hitting a baseball. It's the hard. It, probably the hardest thing in sports to do. 
Sure. I, I mean, you can knock it, and, and it's one thing to be like, "Hey, you, I've played some putt putt, right?" <laughs> you know, like it's a <laughs> hey, golf clap. Yeah, I know. You know, I've played some putt putts and mini golf. You know, but get out there and, and just trying to like blast one of those things. I don't know anywhere. You look like a a fool <laughs> so oh, easy, so easily. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just hilarious. Just I, whiffing I, with I the clubs, to, man. Yeah, I, I try to always you know make sure. I mean. Anybody who, like, makes fun of golf, yes, I get it. It's not an athletic sport in terms of, you know, physical endurance. Other than, yes, I mean, walking the full 18, you know, things like that. I mean, for the pro players and doing it, you know, four days in a row. I mean, it's it's not nothing. But, yes, it's not physical contact. It's not things that, that are other sports and make them more physically grueling. But to, to it's get... It's not get, easy. No, it's, it's not. But, but... But the what I mean the main part besides the you know yes you're moving around a lot for 18 holes and it can be really, really hot so I mean there there are things that really way to be draining for sure but the part that makes it ridiculous is I don't understand how you know the, the amount of time you have to spend to get to the point where you can basically put a golf ball you know within a few feet of where you're trying to put it on just about every hit I mean it's just the, the, it's ridiculous. That, that's why they get paid millions. Exactly, exactly. So, so yes, it may not be the same like level of you know physicality that other sports. Well, it's contain, a different. It's a different skill. It's a different skill. Yeah, yeah. It's a different skill. Exactly. And, and you know, I mean, I, I think the point of that is is if <laughs> go out there, even just to that, that's just a driving range. All you're trying to do is hit the damn thing, right? And they give you a couple different clubs to choose from. And, you know, you can try to aim into a couple different spots and get different points. You have different games you can play. They have, like, those rando interactive screens. And depending on where you hit the ball, it'll track it and you get points. You can do different things. It's kind of funny. Um, But it's – if you roll up there thinking that you got that Mm -hmm. and and you're not good at that, like you haven't done that, man, you look like a sucker. I've played on a par three course before. I've never played on a a full par five course, but I played on par three course and I did okay. Like I've actually got a a good swing. I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not drilling the ball, but I, I can keep it fairly straight. Uh, but it's extremely challenging. I mean, I love the very first time, the very first hole, I actually hit a nearly perfect drive and got on the green. I was like, nice. Not pretending like I thought I was going to do that all day, but still, that was exciting. Uh, the rest of the day, nothing like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's extremely challenging. Who was I, I it? You tell you, you, I'll tell you this. In our circle of friends, Espy uh-huh. is really good. I can believe yeah. it. Espy is really good. I've I've played with him on eighteen before, mm-hmm. and uh, the dude dude's got some game. Huh? It, you know what's funny is I'm sitting here trying to imagine Mark playing golf, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, how, I, I don't remember who it was. I was trying to look it up. Um, I want to say within the last year or two, there was like uh, one of the PGA guys. Like people were crazy critical of him, giving this dude all kinds of grief because of how slow he played the holes, how slow he was, <laughs> right? And like I like to imagine that Mark would be that dude. We'd be oh, like, I'm sure I would be. "Will you just hit the damn ball?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I would take my sweet ass time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know you would. It would be hilarious, man. Oh god. Oh. I actually, I actually took like I, I had a, I think uh, like two or three lessons uh, way back in the in, in the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say late teens. I had my own set of clubs. I actually literally just sold them this past weekend. Um, but I mean, they were old. Um, but it's something. I mean, I, I think it's it's a nice. It, I 
I enjoy the sport. I can't pretend that I watch it regularly on on TV. I'll watch, you know, when it comes down to the final round, if there's something in, in exciting going on, close finish, I'll certainly watch it. Um, I, I enjoy watching the highlights on Sports Center right. and things like that. But I think it's it's a great sport for. Uh, I would like to see myself playing it casually as I as I get older. I think it's definitely a, a nice. Uh, yeah, you know, go out there with a you know case of beer and a uh, you know golf cart. Uh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. By the way, Old guys, golf McGolferson. Um, what? I, I do need some help. My weed guy got caught, so you know my weed guy was Greg Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> you know he got he got caught with 157 pounds. My, my so, weed if y'all, guy. If y'all know a new weed guy, let me know. I let I let you know. Uh, <laughs> Come, 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 come to the district. I got you. I'm saying the grass isn't always greener on the other side, brother. <laughs> Just letting you know. Speaking of the green grass. <laughs> by the, I think. I, by the way, I think Trout hit that hit that damn ball at Top Golf so hard it chased Shaq's hairline halfway up his head. <laughs> uh, if you haven't, if you, if you haven't seen. Shaq with he lost a bet with Dwayne Wade, and if you haven't seen a picture of him with his like hairline, I mean, bruh, <laughs> some of the comments on it are great. Wade said Shaq's hairline is where Trey Young shoots from. <laughs> Shaq got that Stephen A. hairline. <laughs> I mean, it is it is something special. It is something. I I love Shaq, man. That guy has such a great sense. He's, He's so awesome. ridiculous. He he really is. But I mean, like that hairline is that is that is special right there. Oh God, go back to the bald head, brother. <laughs> like you lost, go back to it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, that that's a riot, man. Growing that out and get it uh, good on him, man. You know, Dwayne Wade needs to have a hairline bet with LeBron. That's who needs. <laughs> that's who needs the bet. Mm. By the way, how come I, I can't believe none of y'all uh, said anything about the wife carrying thing? Oh, I was dying on that. Did y'all watch it? I stuck it on the brew wall. Did y'all watch that? I might have missed it. Oh my god, it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, uh, who is that? Did Did Randy just show up? Uh-oh. Oh, I thought I thought somebody started popping some chatter in there. Uh, nah. That's just y'all talking about rigmarole. Yeah, there it is. The woman carrying championship, Ert, wife carrying, and the North American wife carrying championship. I w- <laughs> it is phenomenal. <clears throat> it is phenomenal. The North American wife carrying championship it originated in finland its history is based around the 19th century legend of i'm gonna so mispronounce this uh ronkanian the robber and so (laughs) (laughs) so um ronkanian those thieves were accused of stealing food and women from villages in the area he lived in they would uh carry the women on their backs as they ran away um Whitfield, this is not a license to try this, by the way. Uh, second, <laughs> it has been said that the men would go to villages near their uh, near their own to steal other men's wives, and then have the women become their own wife. So they have all these different you know stories about this. But anyway, it's really a riot. So what these what they do, and they don't actually have to be 
uh, they're not required to be legally married and they don't have to wear helmets but some people do um the only thing they're allowed to wear other than obviously clothes is um they have a they can wear a belt um there's no there's no weight limit nothing like that and they run this course so they get um two two at a time with heats and then they're, they're timed but anyway, if you haven't watched it, watch it because they have these obstacles and these water hazards and oh, these these dudes. Yeah, I'm watching I mean, it now. Yeah, they do everything where they have them on the shoulders, and there's a there's a particular uh, way that most you'll see most of the women carried. And there's some where it's a woman carrying her husband. That's great too. Yeah, and there's I saw some, that. There, there's some you know uh, where it's two ladies. I mean, some of it's just a riot. But what you see it typically is, and I think it was like a Latvian carry. I was trying to find where it was. Oh, here it is. The most Look, popular man. is the Estonian carry, in which the wife hangs upside down with her legs around the husband's shoulders, holding onto his waist. That's what most of them do. Yeah. Now, let me, let me just say this. Um, first of all, that that would never happen with my wife and I. She, she was a collegiate swimmer. Mm-hmm. And her legs are solid freaking muscle. So it ain't happening. You're telling me she would choke a bitch? <laughs> she would that? choke a bitch. <laughs> She'd choke you out? She would choke me <laughs> out. Second of all, the mountain <clears throat> would freaking win this competition. Well, yeah, but, well, he's huge and his, and his wife or girlfriend is tiny. Oh, my That's God. That's not even fair. Dude. Ha- okay. Do you follow some of the game of thrones memes i mean i i did but i haven't recently okay so if you've ever seen the game of thrones memes whether it be Tyrion lannister or game of thrones memes whenever they show a picture of the mountain and his mm-hmm. girlfriend there's always this train gif in the comments gif, gif. He, not gif. gif gif's a peanut butter whatever gif <laughs> jesus what did mark GIF. teach you how to pronounce this I'm sorry, it's GIF. <laughs> GIF, whatever the fuck, man. Oh, Mark, you're but, finally on the GIF train? Because you, you used to call it a GIF. No, I did not. Yes, you did. We had show, a me, show me the receipts. <laughs> I don't need to show you the receipts. Oh, I remember. I, you know what? Here, don't mess with me because I will dig through some chat history and I will get it if you make me. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have chat. The- I have chat histories and text histories for like a decade. Don't make me source them. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to make you waste your time. Do it sometime. <laughs> no, yeah. we, you know we had that conversation. You were like, no, right, man. Let's get this train on the track. It's GIF. It's GIF. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's get the train back on the anyway, track. This train, GIF. there's this GIF just mm-hmm. for you guys. Where the train would hit the wall and stop, and then it would just slowly go in. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, anytime there's that picture of the mountain and his girlfriend, somebody throws that on there. Say, I'm just here for the train gif, and someone will just throw that gif in there. And there's the other of like some little sm- small varmint eating a banana. <laughs> So, anytime <laughs> and you see the mountain with this woman, you will see those two gifts. Uh, I, I don't know why I immediately want to play this, but we haven't done it in a while, so I'm going to do it. I'm feeling it. Some little creature eating a banana. 
Oh, I hope it's one of those ones where it's like a, you know a gerbil or whatever, where they're or, or a wood. <laughs> yeah, and then their cheeks like all extra full, <laughs> and, they're just, and they're just trying to house it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know where we're going with that, but yes, the, the visual is still extra funny to me. <laughs> anyway. You know, that's not I'm fair. Like, you, you'd have to DQ that guy, man, because you can't have somebody like that carrying around their petite itty-bitty I mean, what is he, 6'8", six, 6'10"? Six, I don't know how big that dude is. I forget, but he's... Yeah, he's six-whatever, 400 pounds, and yeah. she's like a buck 15. Yeah, I mean, that's like a paperweight, man. That You know, I mean, get out of here. You can't... That's not even remotely... That's not a reasonable reasonable competition. Now, if she if she carried his ass across, no, fine, man. <laughs> That's Bruh. okay. Like we're she good. She carried his ass. <laughs> that is a freaking badass kick. Oh, so uh, regardless of size, yeah. Maybe so, Brianna Tarth could carry his ass. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I've Tarth. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're going back to Game of Thrones stuff. That those are all de dedicated to you, Lindy. We know how much you love Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's no, there's no restrictions on how people can be carried. But what's great about it are the are the uh, the prizes. The, so the winning team brings home the wife's weight in beer, and five times her weight in cash. Not bad. Really? Yeah. Not shabby. Maybe I need to do more squats at the gym. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know who posted that video I saw today. I was laughing. I was like, I got to throw it on the brew wall, man. I got to do it. I got to do it. You know, Whitfield might do okay. I guess that's another use for his blow-up doll, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean... He doesn't. He doesn't drink beer. <laughs> he doesn't drink beer anyway. <laughs> no, there's no that, shame. That, that mofo needs to get his butt to the gym with me and oh. sit sauna and sweat out those cigarettes and Pepsi, man. Yeah, he does need to. He he does need to sweat out those cigarettes and the and the yeah. caffeine. Yeah, he does. Good oh man, I haven't had one since. But damn, bro. Side note, I haven't had one since, like, right after the Super Bowl. Sick? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been an obnoxious month for that very... For <laughs> no that. wonder we haven't recorded. Correct. I had to avoid... I had, <laughs> I had to avoid all my triggers. And drinking a whole bunch of beers with you assholes is absolutely a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> So, salute. yeah, yeah, I guess it doesn't feel like much of a salute. Um, I've vaped my face off for sure, but I haven't, I haven't had a, I haven't had a cigarette in, I don't know, I guess closing in on a month ish, almost there, which is probably the most for me in like 20 years. So good for you, man. Yeah. What are you going to do? Apparently not smoke, but no, no. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So that that's salute been clock real quick. huh? Salute o'clock? Yeah, we do a salute o'clock. Why not? Still. Let's do a salute o'clock. Let me scroll up, man. Yeah, there's a couple of people that deserve a salute o'clock. Number one, Oregon's Sabrina Unescu, incidentally, first D1 player uh, in history with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. She absolutely, dude, hell yeah. 
Yeah, man. Like, badass. And she set that record on 224-2020 after speaking at the Kobe Bryant Memorial. Uh, she was obviously very close with him. Um, but that was that was a, an incredible accomplishment on a tough day for her. Uh, tough day for a lot of people. But a hell of an accomplishment. And doesn't she have something like 26 or 28 triple doubles? She has like some obscene amount of those things. It's obscene. Yeah. Um, she's just, she's just, she's got the mama mentality. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he definitely um, was a mentor to her and uh, to the Oregon team. And uh, I mean, there are words man there there really aren't too many words uh seeing that you know kobe was a mentor and mm-hmm. we don't we don't know the connection there as well <clears throat> as we should but we know that there was a connection there and um when she heard the news she dedicated the rest of her season to kobe yeah. so we'll just uh, leave it at that yeah no but i mean raising a glass to her that's just tremendous that's just tremendous. And Mark will soon be able to put some wagers down uh, on her in the WNBA. So good on <laughs> Sabrina Unescu. Salute. Absolutely a, a badass. Uh, you know who else deserves a, a tip of the cap and a raise of the glass is the fan that took a trash can to the uh, the, the Astros BP batting practice and were beaten on the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that person, absolutely, I'm going to raise a glass. I was trying to find the link to it. I think it was a Yankees fan that did it. Yeah, there you go. Astros spring training fan, trash can heckler. <laughs> That's the one. That's a pretty clear URL <laughs> on that. <laughs> Let me pull this one back up. Oh, man. Down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Let's see. Here we go. A fan brought a trash can to the facility and banged something against it before taking off running. That is fantastic. <laughs> when they arrived, a man banged the trash can three times behind home plate. <laughs> dude. Oh, God. So, uh, I'm, I'll raise a glass to that, dude. Good job, yeah, man. Cheer, cheers but, uh, that, yeah. yeah, man. It, it, hey, look, as always, it's good to hang out. I'm almost at the end of this beer, so we're going to have to take a break so I can actually get another beer. But... I'm enjoying a fine three-notch, 40-mile IPA. I already drank my rum and Coke. I obliterated that earlier. It was good, by the way. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I've, I've, well, I haven't been drinking as much. Like I said, I've been avoiding my triggers, right? So I haven't been drinking as much. I've been sleeping more. Uh, haven't recorded. And I have not been very social because I needed to avoid <laughs> like a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> I needed to avoid a lot of things, and I did. And I haven't seen Whitfield, and that absolutely helps because he's like a he's like a chimney stack of bad encouragement when it comes to cigarettes. <laughs> true story. That is a true story. You could be like, we, nah. we've all tried to discourage him, but Jesus. he'd be like, you could be like, nah, man, like I'm good, and like he'll show up with a pack of smokes like and. Fucking chimney and zero degree weather, man. That thing is smoking like no one's business. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. He, he's a he's a dedicated, he's a dedicated smoker for sure. Love you, Matt. Love you. By the way, I always think it's funny when you go into a like uh, you know the, the doctor's like I, I gotta have I gotta have a procedure done. 
but it, not super important. But uh, I always think it's funny when they're like, well, you know, do you smoke? And so, like, you know, because I've, I've stopped off and on, and sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, sometimes I have a lot, sometimes I have a little, whatever. So I've, like, I've gone all over the map for years, right? It's always a weird thing to answer. They're like, well, do you smoke? And, like, so the last time I went to the doctor, a couple weeks ago, I was like, nope. <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, that's good. They were like, you know, have you ever, have you ever smoked? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, can you explain how much you did? I'm like, no, because it's always varied. I can't give you, it's not like I have, you know, there are some people that are like, I was a pack a day for 20 years. How do you know that? I worked with a dude that was like, I smoked three packs a day for a, the 40 years of my life. How, number one, how the hell do you smoke four packs a damn, three or four packs a day? What the hell job are how you? How do you have, what job do you have that allows well, you to pay that much? Right. Yeah, but you know, like the thing is like back in the day, I mean, this dude was... This was probably about 20 years ago. Okay. And so that guy was 20 years ago was probably 70 because he was retired. And this is when I worked at the bank that was at Ucrops, one of the Ucrops. And so he, he was a he was taking groceries out to people. He was a bagger, right? He's a bagger running groceries out to people's cars. He was a nice dude, but he, I'm pretty sure he was like in his 70s at that point. So he had done his time. But the thing is, like, you know. It, people used to smoke at work, dude. They'd be at their workplace. You just smoke. You could smoke be at your desk airplane. just burning heat. Yeah, you could be on an airplane burning heat. Whitfield, Whitfield was just born in the wrong era. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whitfield, Whitfield's like 30 years behind. Like, he's 30 years behind where he should have been. He could have been just like, you know, crushing, crushing packs <laughs> at, his, at his place of employ. You know, and on the bus, that would have been his. That would have been his deal. Anyway, that's a tan. How did we get on that tangent? All right, let's get back to the salute clock. <laughs> people burning heaters. Yeah, people used to smoke a lot at work. Yes. For the life of me, I've never understood people that smoke in their house. Ugh. Yeah, like I can't. Like I don't get it. It was always go outside. I always think it made made everything stink. Like, oh, you, yeah. like smoke pot, smoke pot in your house, right? You can do that in your house, <laughs> you know. You can do that in your house, uh, but not, no, man. It made everything stink. That's crazy. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, salute o'clock, uh, Shannon. What are you drinking, bro? Dude, I'm I'm rolling with the Fine Creek. It's a Belgian style triple. Nice. It nice. is gorgeous. Mark, what you got, brother? Sir, got myself a uh, Sierra Nevada uh, 40th anniversary Hoppy Anniversary Ale. Ah, solid. I'm a fan. Very solid. Nice. Yeah. Well, at this point, I drank all my beer while we were talking, so now I'm just enjoying a can of the dry ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't count. <laughs> I told you I was about to finish my beer. Oh, oh I have one sip left. So now we need to take a break so I do. we can all get a final beer. Yeah, we need to get our final beer, and then we'll plow through the rest of this stuff. I do want to follow up. As a point of curiosity, um, we haven't gotten a lot of time to chat about. Well, we talked about the Astros, but I'm kind of curious what y'all think the season is going to be for them. Hey, Justin. Yeah. You'll get those answers right after this break. <laughs> Mark, I just... called a tease. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just letting you know, I got some questions for you. Are you gonna, I want to know if you're going to take the over or the under for the number of times the Astros hit, uh, hitters are going to get, like, plonked <laughs> over the course of the season. I want to know. I'll give you that definitive answer <laughs> right after these messages. Right after the break. 
You chit dwarf. Yeah, there's there's some there's some messages for you. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll take we're at the sports brew. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. As always, you can find us on a whole host of services: our home feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, a whole bunch of other stuff. Keywords are sports. Live sportscaster dot com. Keywords are sports and brew. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, it's time to refresh our beverages, man. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes and refresh our beverages, and I had to rescue the beginning of the podcast, which somehow got deleted. Uh, <laughs> mystery deletion. I don't know if that – should we just blame Rust on that? But anyway, I was yes. a, a, able to salvage that out. So apparently it's – Arnold, all, yes. Yes. It's all Leroy cool. Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. Cunts. Yeah, that was some Leroy Jenkins, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was almost like fail train on me, man. Like for real. There it is. That would have been tragic. First fail horn of the night, man. That would have been tragic, dude. But they are you who know we what? thought they were. You you can but get that are. to the Houston Astros owner. Oh, that guy? Yeah. Th- that dumb cunt. <laughs> Ooh, damn, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I, I mean, no disrespect, disrespect to the word cunt. Yeah, you do. <laughs> not, not to the word cunt. <laughs> to him, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Getting all kind of che- yeah, cheeky on there. I know what you want, though. Here you go. This is what you get. This is what you're asking for. Cunts. Lots of cunts. The fuck are you doing, you dumb bitch? <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Look. He, he, you, you say it did, your sign stealing did not have an impact on the 2017 World Series. F. O. H. It is a bag of FOH, and I loved the two sound bites. Uh, and this was uh, it was a couple weeks ago, obviously. Jim but Cranus is uh, yes, <laughs> So they they kind of wheeled, you know, rolled everybody out doing apologies and all that kind of nonsense. Uh, but to have these two statements from him in the same day it is amazing, back to back. You know, our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Didn't impact the game. And then they followed up with this one. Jim, when talking about the Yankees there, did you say you feel like this didn't impact the game? And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. You know, our opinion <laughs> is, uh, you know, that... I didn't say it did What? Um, what? Uh, 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 it's just, I mean, the whole thing's been a dumpster fire, dude. The whole thing's been a dumpster fire. I mean, you got, look, let me, let me, let me tell you a couple things. Number one, I'm extra glad that the Nationals won won that, you know, won that deal. It's even more satisfying now that people get to hate on the Astros. And it's, it's annoying to me because I think the Astros were a legitimately good team. They had a great, they had a great story. They yes. had a great story. And now, whenever we think about this Astros team, from now until the end of sports time, people are going to go, oh, you know, they tore it down, they rebuilt it, they were great, but everything is now tainted by that stuff. Yep. You know, I don't know how much, how much they benefited by it. Uh, I'm sure people, people have run statistical things to try to figure out. Some people have made the argument that it was a net gain of zero. I don't know that I buy that. If it, no. If it wasn't effective, why'd you do it? You know what I mean? If it if, if it doesn't help you, 
If it doesn't benefit you, you don't do it. So the reason you continue to do it, the reason they did it as, as much as they did is because it had to be beneficial. They had to believe it to be beneficial. Oh, man. Oh, what, a, what a I mean, just a dumpster fire, dude. Just a there, dumpster there was fire. A stat that I saved, and I, I'm looking for it now, but uh-huh. basically Kershaw threw like 51 of um, his best pitches mm-hmm. against the Astros, zero swings and misses. I mean, it's that, incredible. That, that that tells you right there. And didn't that, did was it wasn't Altuve like a walk off homer off of Chapman? Yes, and that's when he grabbed his jersey and was like, "Right, don't don't tear it off, yeah. don't tear it off, don't tear and, it off." Uh, and that, that that's when the whole like buzzing. Hey, did controversy you did you like all those stories out. about how he was all shy, and then later on down the road somebody talked about a tattoo, and then the next thing you know he's like in the clubhouse with no shirt and that tattoo's visible. I mean, it's just. All this stuff is just weird, man. Their their apologies were crap. Oh, the apologies were just ridiculous. Their, I love I loved all the people that compared their apologies. Straight garbage. Yeah, they were they were garbage. I loved all the people that compared like that apology. I don't know if either of you guys watched The Office, but there's this one one episode where Dwight it has to do an apology for whatever, and he's like, God, let me just see if I can find it because it's way better just to play it than it is. Maybe I don't have it. Anyway, I'll have to scroll for a second. But, I mean, it doesn't feel like there's any, like, real contrition. Any real culpability. I don't know. You can throw all kinds of, like, words out there and adjectives about there. But, I mean, it's just the apologies were shit. The, the, prob- the, the huge problem Great for me all... Trash. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the huge problem for me all along. I, I've got a lot of thoughts on oh, this. Oh, here we go. I found it. Son of a bitch. Uh, what? No, I, I just... We'll play it, and then you can get to your thoughts. Because this is, <laughs> I like it, uh, and a lot of people tweeted this out, because to me it was kind of accurate. Here's video of the Houston Astros apology, in case you missed it earlier. <clears throat> I state my regret. You couldn't have memorized that? I could not, because I do not feel it. <laughs> yep, no, I absolutely. Mean, right? I mean, that's, that's like legitimate. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, that, that's 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 true in there. <laughs> I'm laughing because it kind of steals uh, what I was going to say a little bit, but uh, but but I mean, but no, I mean, it mimics it. I mean, yeah. uh, I I think the huge problem here is you have to just you have to eat this. I mean, if you if you're a member of the Houston Astros or, or the, the owner or anybody involved in the organization, you just have to suck it up and say yes, we did this. We're idiots. Anyone involved with this, we are genuinely sorry, but we also don't deny that we are responsible and just own it because every, I, I haven't, I don't feel like I've hardly seen a single person do that. Um, the owner is certainly the, the worst example and, and, and he's just a jack, <laughs> jackass for all the things he said. But uh, yeah, I just, I, and, and it sucks because uh, I've always been a, a huge fan of Altuve and uh, I think that Bregman is a young guy with just some some absurd talent. And I think um, expanding on what to expect out of them from this year, it's really tricky because it, I, I, I talking with somebody else, I, I referred to, you know, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but like, you know, HGH and, and, and Bonds and other guys like mm-hmm. HGH did not make Barry Bonds able to hit home runs. 
it it clearly contributed and it made right. his head five times bigger than it <laughs> used to be. But it didn't teach him how to, to hit home runs. So I don't believe that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Bregman and Altuve and the rest of the guys are not going to know how to hit baseballs or play baseball. But to what degree? I have no idea. I think that early in the season is going to tell us a lot. I mean, if obviously if they're, you know, come out, come out the gate and they're just you know, kind of sucking, well, that would be pretty, pretty clearly indicating. I don't expect that necessarily. But uh, I don't know what to what to think. Uh, I, along with uh, you know, my love of fantasy football, I love I love me some fantasy baseball, and uh, I think that you know a bunch of my favorite players in the past many years have been Astros like Altuve and Springer and Bregman, and I don't know what to expect out of them. And I'm really curious, kind of what the experts think, because you know what what value do you place on them? Because you don't know what they're going to be like in this different you know environment. All right. I mean, well, if you're playing fantasy baseball, are you a buyer or a seller of them? Are you? I mean, do you think you can buy low and be like, I'm just going to ride this out? I, I'll, I'll buy them low, yeah. I mean, because I, I, I don't, I, I'd be too concerned. <laughs> I think to to buy high. I think that's, and I, I'm curious. I don't know if that's the way that a lot of other people are going to view it. I don't know how low they might get. I mean, typically, I mean, somebody like Altuve and Springer and, and Bregman. I mean, those are all guys who typically are going to go in the first, I'd say, two rounds usually. Um, two or three, you know, depending on how the size of your league. So, uh, I don't know. So I, for me, I, I think you know, hopefully you can get a, a steal on them and, and get them a little lower. Because um, again, I'm not pretending that I think they suddenly aren't going to be able to hit baseballs. But yeah, you just you wonder to what degree. I mean, how, yeah, there's no way to know until we actually see them playing. But 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 yeah, I mean, going back to the start of it, I mean, it's just it, it's. I don't feel like I've seen a genuine apology out of anybody, and I, I definitely haven't seen anything that I feel like was full ownership. I, I feel like everybody has always been kind of, you know, uh, halfway apology, but you know, but but not not owning it. And and then they get boxed in, and then they kind of back up, and then they, have, you know, what I mean? It's it's almost like I don't even know the best way to to really phrase it, but it's like clearly something's not right. They don't own it, and it's almost like they skirt around it and give a half-ass kind of apology, and then they get crushed for it, and then they apologize, and they kind of backpedal, right? right. And it's I mean, called holding them accountable. Well, yeah, but I mean, because yeah. wasn't wasn't it a wasn't it an Astros executive that was mouthing off about a, the the reporter or whatever? Wasn't that an Astros guy that got yeah. in trouble? And I can't remember all the details. It's been so long; I haven't looked it up in forever, but. You know, made some derogatory comments and and like had a non-apology apology and got crushed and then eventually got fired or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's there's an organizational culture issue clearly, right? And it's just a shame. Again, I, I think it, it at the end of the day, going off the cuff here, obviously, but at the end of the day, whatever that team may have been, is forever tainted by what we the benefits we perceive that they got and the reality that most people consider them to be cheaters. And here's the thing. I know they have, they were granted immunity by MLB and they have no punishments from MLB, but I think realistically, and and some play, some players have gone after the guys that spoke up fires has been crushed for being a snitch. And I, I don't agree with that, but I think the reality is the fact that these guys aren't getting punished. Number one says, Hey, Maybe that was kind of worth doing, right? We got a ring, right? We got a ring. We're going to get people paid. 
and we got no punishment out of it. So that's not bad. That's pretty that's good for us, right? So yeah. th that's part of that's part of the thing. That's part of the outcome of it, right? But the other thing is, there have been lots of, of players that I mean, they've been plonking them in you know spring You know what I mean? Like spring ball, they're they're plonking, they're hitting these guys. Absolutely. <laughs> they're hitting them. And as they should. As, as they should. So if you believe in the self-policing, self-correcting kind of deal with baseball or athletes sometimes, maybe Manfred and, and maybe MLB couldn't necessarily punish punish them for the reasons that they decided they couldn't. But if it wasn't a problem, why are so many baseball players lighting their asses on fire and, you know what I mean, like going after them, right? If it doesn't mean anything, if it didn't help them, if it's not a big deal – if, you know, blah, blah, insert your excuse, X here. Uh, if it doesn't matter, why are they getting crushed by fellow baseball players? Here, here's the thing. Right? Every time they get crushed, the, the pitcher should come out and say those exact words. Eh, it didn't mean anything. Oops. It slipped I mean, out of my hands. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's, it's absurd to me. I know I understand he's the owner, but. Shouldn't there have been some kind of PR person who could have looked at his, you know, speech before he went out there? Because to, to to take this situation and say, <laughs> you know, it wasn't giving us an edge in any capacity is just one of the stupidest things I think anybody who said could have said about it. Let alone the owner of the freaking team, because at any point, I mean, every single person out there's response immediately should be, that, that's well, the then why, why the hell did you do it? I know, but I mean, God, I mean, just you're making your team look like more of a laughing stock over this whole thing. It's 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 just it's just so stupid. And, and I know we we went to uh, we went to uh, you know our break with, on on a, a teaser. And I, you know, if we were a TV show, maybe we'd leave it till the very end. But uh, I don't want to do that to our fans. Um, Thanks. I'm sure everybody's on the edge of their seat wanting to know how I'm going to answer that important question. I am. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've gone back and forth on it. Honestly, I'll say where I genuinely land, I don't. I don't believe it's going to happen much. I know a lot of other teams are, are, are furious, and I think they've got every right to be. And uh, certainly it's going to happen. But I just think that if it, if it started happening to any degree, a significant amount, baseball would, would come down on it so hard and be like, look, this, this just can't happen. Uh, I understand your frustration. Uh, but it's just we, we can't can't have it, and um, and I think other teams want to want to you know prove that they're you know not going to stoop to that to that level, mm -hmm. um, that that they're like yeah you know you guys are schmucks for the fact that this happened, but you know let's beat you on the field. I, I definitely think that teams are going to make sure they bring their their A team when they when they play against Houston, and I, I think that Houston's going to have a rough season. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I just don't see it. I, I, the temptation may be there. Uh, I get that, but in reality, no, I, I don't think it'll happen. Well, I mean, here's the thing, Manfred, obviously you have some, hey, there's so many, there's just layers to this that this it's just mind blowing to me. And at the end of the day, it's mind blowing to me. I don't know how anybody can be happy with Manfred's responses. I don't know how anybody can be happy with the Astros' apologies. And I think that people have a, a reasonable justification in being pissed. Oh, and absolutely. you know, by the time you get yeah. to by the time you get to the situation where it appears that, you know, baseball has said, Hey man, there's gonna be big consequences if you throw at Astros players, but these players essentially got no consequences for the cheating, right? Like that is such a bizarro mixed message to me. 
That's such yeah, a strange it's such mixed message. Bit, little bitch responses from both sides. Mm -hmm. It's just so it's it's so annoying. Yeah. And, and you man, mean, man the fuck up and own it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We cheated. Yeah, that's what we did. We earned the ring. You can't take it away because Manfred already Well, and, you know, and there's so an what? there's an argument. Some teams are happy being the bad guys. Right? Sure. sure. Some some teams will be like, fine, man. You know what? Just own it. Come at us. Right? Yeah. But you like the bad boys from the Pistons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you made a great point by saying how layered it is because, I mean, there, there are so many layers, and I'm sure we, we haven't even uncovered all of them, but no. you know, th things like where you know, Cody Bellinger coming out and saying, you know, am I, is, it, is it wrong of me to say that, hey, maybe I would have gotten MVP if you know, Altuve hadn't you know, gotten uh, been on the team that was doing all this stuff? Uh, yeah, no, that, that, uh, that's absolutely fair. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many different things that you can say, you know, what, what if, what, what would have been different that year mm -hmm. if you know, this hadn't been going on? Um, and I mean, this year, this, however long it was going on oh, for. I mean, um, you just you look at the the Dodgers and Astros that went to a game seven, and the mm -hmm. one game at Houston that went thirteen to twelve in extra innings. Yep. That Kershaw pitched in that they seemed to know every pitch he was throwing. Yeah. Had that been the difference in the Dodgers getting a ring versus the Astros getting a ring? I mean. And, I, and I'm really getting tired of it. I, I know too many people, I feel like, who are saying, well, every, every team does it. No. I mean, I mean, not, I mean not in that way. It's, it's, it's not exactly. That's what I say. Like, does every team, team perhaps have methods of trying to read signs? Sure. I mean, there's a way to try to do that with, with, with you know, um, with, with strategy and, and things you're looking at with your own two eyes. But uh, in, in terms of, you know, the, the methodology that the Azures are using, no, or else if you're going to just outright say that, well, no. show me the receipts again. Show me the show, show me the receipts. It's not it's not because they stole signs. It's not sign stealing. I think everybody, well, exactly. Yeah, it's not stealing signs. That's part of baseball. It's how they stole the signs. It's how they relayed the information. It's how they did it. It's having people hiding behind sheets. It's banging drums. It's having whistles. It's all the other stuff that they did. It's using technology, using cameras, using iPad. It's all the stuff, right? Because it's not the conventional methodology for stealing signs. There are certain yeah, there, there's so much to it. If, it yes. if there was no purpose to it, why, why? would you do it then? Why'd you do it? You know, Same. yes, why, why? The prop bet, by the way, the over-under is 83 and a half in the regular season hit by pitches. Uh, I'll take the over. I'll take the under. All right. So, do you know what the record is? What's the record? <laughs> well, let's give you modern era and way old school. <laughs> okay. All right. Just just take a guess. So, the over under on um, the, the number of Astros getting hit by pitches is eighty three and a half. Right. Okay. What would you think the modern era record is? I'll take the under. You're using eighty three and a half as the baseline. Yeah, I'll it's, take DeAndre. You are incorrect, sir. Whoa. For a season? For a season. Yeah. You are way incorrect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For a whole season, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's got to be much higher, but uh, uh, maybe not much. I don't know. 125? Uh, 106. That's a good guess. It's 103. Yeah. And it's 2008. Anybody want to uh, <laughs> wager a guess on the team? <laughs> New York Mets. Nope. Cardinals. No, nah, it's the Cleveland Indians. That's the modern era record. The overall record, I love this line on this article in For the Win. Uh, the overall record was 148 
by the 1898 Baltimore Orioles, who Jeez. must have really made a whole lot of pitchers angry. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the over the over is 83 and a half. And they figure part of that is because, um, you know, for all the shenanigans that might happen, you know, in spring training and all that rigmarole, that by the time we get to the season, the threats from MLB will calm that down. Uh, and there might be some, uh, you know, they might have some tough punishments if they feel it's that, that, you know, a pitch is going after an Astros hitter. Right. Um, yeah, but that's that's garbage. It is. I, I, that's hey, but you know what? Garbage. But don't worry. It's they're All they're trying to do is just grab a little piece of metal anyway. I mean, pff, that's all that World Series title is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a, It's just a little metal trophy. Who cares? Yeah, except for when a team will walk off the field and won't even play the Astros, and they lose some revenue from those games. Well, I don't. I don't know if people are going to do that. I mean, you can you can play the game. You, you can play a game with an empty stadium. That you can do. You still got TV money. So, unless you're going to send everybody home for the coronavirus, right? You, incidentally, you know what's bad. You know what's bad. You know what's bad. When Pete freaking Rose asked for reinstatement, citing the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal as justification, you know you did something wrong. When Pete Rose is like, "Hey man, look what y'all did. Help it's not wrong. Help a, I, exactly, help a brother I, out. I don't disagree. Help a brother out. <laughs> Stupid. So I don't know. Uh, I'll be curious to see how the season plays out. I don't. I, and it's really hard because you can't you can't replay 2017. You don't have the benefit of seeing them without any of that stuff. You don't know. But right. if you're the Dodgers, you have to be extra salty. If you're the Yankees, you got to be extra salty. If you're Judge, of course you got to be salty. You know what I mean? There's just a lot of there's a lot of parts to that. And for all the credit that they got, and I, I, we could probably pull a podcast from 2017 and be like, man, listen to us glossing up the Astros. Oh yeah, you know what did. I mean. I know I did. They were a hundred lost team, blah, 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 blah. You know, and all that goodwill is gone. And now they're just the Houston asterisks or whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's disappointing. And for all the things that we love about sports and the wonderful moments and the great, the great stuff, I don't think any of us are naive enough to think that there isn't cheating and some stuff in sports. But when it's overt and when it right. – you know what I mean? When it's overt and it's to that level – once you get caught, man, just own it. I mean, I, I, let's be realistic. People are relatively forgiving unless they feel that you're yanking them around. You yeah. know, it, right. own it. it. Fine, it gets a little bit ugly. So yeah, we benefited from it. You know, we pushed we pushed it too far. Just own it. We pushed it too far. So and I mean, I mean, another another quick layer look. You know, to, to, to say is, I mean, obviously, look at. Um, you know, I know you guys aren't the, necessarily the, the, the hugest, you know, baseball fans, but I mean, if, you know, if any of us in any sports, but, but we'll, you know, obviously like take a look at this, right. I mean, if one of us were a fan of a direct rival or say, uh, uh, the Dodgers were our team or anything like that, you live it. I mean, I'd be so furious. So, I mean, I, you know, as, as, as neutral, I mean, relatively neutral spectators were already, you know, angry and annoyed. I mean, I, for me, it's just it just puts such a another black eye on baseball that's not necessary, um, and it's it's just stupid. And and again, the way they're going about, you know, half-ass apologizing is is just you know making it worse. So you know, there's there's that. But yeah, I mean, if if I were a Dodgers fan, you know, I'd be 
furious. I'd be absolutely furious. So it, they it would be. make it make it that much different. So they should be. Uh, and uh, I, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Maybe, you know, maybe it ends up being a uh, maybe. This is a makeup season for the Dodgers. Maybe they'll have the, they'll finally have their storybook ending now that they have Mookie Betts. Very possible. You never know. We will see how that plays out. But I kind of I kind of hope they get hit. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? I get it. I, I I mainly hope that you know teams take I, it out on the field and, and just just they get they get. Oh well, I mean w- within w- within w- reason. W- yeah, within reason. Within reason. I don't I, like. I'm certainly not interested in them trying to hurt anybody. Of course, um, of course. But uh, you know, and and the pitchers are good enough. They they should be able to plunk. You know, hit somebody without putting them in a real bad spot. Um, but I, I don't mind sticking it to them a little bit when they crowd a plate and just kind of tattooing them. You know, I mean, Altuve likes his collarbone tattoos obviously but i don't have any you know what i mean like go ahead go ahead and and, and put a few on them man dot them a couple of times uh but i i think crowds i think when they're on the road this year i think the crowds are going to give them so much grief i think the crowds are oh, gonna, oh, they, oh, absolutely. They're, they're gonna they're, heckle they're, they're, them they're, they're gonna, gonna hear, hear like crazy. yes they're gonna boo them they're gonna heckle them they're gonna have signs and stadiums look they can they can confiscate and take signs all they want at their at their stadium and their practice Ain't facilities let me tell you, man, by the time you're doing that, by the time you're doing it, you can say you have an official policy for signs. But by the time you're doing that, you're already on the losing battle. Because no matter what happens, you look like assholes. Like, in, unless a sign is, you know, got a bunch of expletives or is, like, clearly offensive to be offensive. By the time you're confiscating fan things and taking stuff away from people, it, it's almost guaranteed a losing proposition for you. You know? I remember when the Redskins did that stuff to people. They were taking signs and making people turn shirts inside out, all kinds of stuff. All you do is lose, man. That's a losing PR battle because they're yeah. they're voicing their frustration about things that they're you know that that organization did. That's what that is. That's blowback from what they did. Yeah. So, and at, they they've earned every bit of that. So I mean, Lord knows if they actually have a a good to great season with all the scrutiny they're going to be under then they deserve some kudos. It'll be hard to give it to them, uh, for sure. I think the more realistic outcome is this is a lot of pressure, uh, and they're going to have a lot of blowback, and it's it's going to rock that team. I'd be surprised, um, as good as I think a lot of those players are, um, and as a steady hand with Dusty Baker, I mean, I, I just, I would be surprised, because I, I just think they're going to hear it. I think they're going to get grief for a huge chunk of the season if not the whole season i think they're gonna get it and they earn that too they earn they every little bit of heckling man they oh, absolutely. Earn so they bet they, they sure as shit better be ready for it anyway <laughs> that piece of metal i can't believe the commissioner talks about the world series it's just piece of metal really bro really yeah i mean, it, I mean that's incredible. Just incredible. How? How? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Side note. <laughs> Actually, let me flip back. I don't think I had any other baseball stuff, really. There's not much yet. I, if I can interject yeah. one fun fun Met story, yeah. and I shared this in the brew chat. And I, Give I us a fun one, man. Give us a fun one. Uh, but, but pretty hysterical. That's, uh, and I, I love it. Well, first of all, I'll say I'm, I'm super excited as a Mets fan. I think it's gonna be a fun season. Uh, I got a great team. And it seems like the chemistry is 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 fantastic, but uh, they're already having some fun in preseason. 
everybody's favorite uh, pitcher, Thor, uh, who's known for, he loves going shirtless. Uh, he was told it's uh, one of the early morning practices one day uh, at, at the pitching camp was uh, uh, everybody's going to go shirtless. Uh, so uh, he, he shows up, uh, or excuse me, he's wearing a shirt. He shows up actually wearing his shirt and everybody else is shirtless. And he's like, well, well played, guys, well played. Uh, he's, you know, it's a hilarious scene. And then he, he took everybody's jerseys and threw them in the trash. Um, but, uh, but anyway, it's, it's this, this, this Mets team definitely has a lot of uh, good chemistry and a lot of things to be excited about. Um, you know, as I've said many times before about the, the New York Giants, I kind of almost prefer it when they're the underdogs, when they're not expected to do great and do, do great. I, Decent amount of people are already, you know, predicting for the Mets to win the East, and I don't necessarily love that. Just from a, <laughs> I don't know, weird. I mean, it's good on one hand, but bad on others. Uh, but they, they've they've got a great team, so as long as they stay healthy, they should have a very good season. Yeah. Side note: uh, We probably should have done this when we raised the glass earlier. And Shannon, you posted this article, and I think it's uh, fantastic. That was, that was that Vermont story. Did you want to set that up? Oh my God, dude. It's pretty simple. You you can do it. I mean, it's just a young man who was in a, a car accident uh, a number of years ago before, I guess, during the senior season of high school yep. in Vermont, honored his scholarship. And uh, and, I, and I'm trying to look it up now because I, I forget the young man's name. But um, I don't know if it's Spidell uh, or... Jo- Josh Spidell, Spidell scored his first points of his Vermont career tonight. Uh, five years after a car accident left him with, left him in a coma, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously when you see these moments in basketball in February, he's just not able to play at that high of a level, and uh, the fact that Vermont honored and kept his scholarship and uh, gave gave that young man this moment tonight. And uh, the opponents, the the opposing team, showed him so much love, and his home his home team showed him so much love. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I mean, it, it's the old cutting onions. Um, if you love sports, if you love the game of basketball, if you didn't uh, have a onion bowl in the room, you, you don't yeah, have a heart. An onion bowl. <laughs> Like and uh, you, you guys know what I mean by that. You know, we know, know what you mean. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. You, you, you know, I, I love the game of basketball. I know. And, uh, it means a lot to me. And um, sports, you know, we all love sports. And uh, you all, we all have our favorite sport. And uh, each sport has a certain meaning. So I love uh, it. I love it when Shannon's clearly had a little bit, you know, he's on that, that good zone with drinking. Oh, I. I <laughs> Dude, that triple was nine percent. So. Uh, bro, oh no, it's it's plainly evident. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, I love it when yeah, you have a little bit of that I'm, going on. I'm I'm in that I'm in that you're, in, I'm you're in, in a good the, zone. The good zone right now. You're in that so. same good zone that Jerry Jones was in the shower thinking about Des Bryant, right? <laughs> Uh, I think Jerry was about ten or eleven percent at that time. I, I'm at nine. So. What a great line, man! I haven't I haven't talked to Des, but I have been thinking about it a lot in the shower. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, how on earth does that line even come out, man? I mean, I he want he wants some glory hole, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, know. obviously. 
uh, side note, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you guys. This might be one of my favorite favorite um, draft. It's NFL draft prospect Trey Adams. And so during his combine interview, I don't know if you guys have heard this. So if this is your first time hearing it, uh, just hang on to your butts, as they say. Washington Huskies offensive tackle Trey Adams. Here you go. If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Uh, shit. Bigger dick. Okay. Is there someone in the National Football League? Okay. Was that Whitfield? <laughs> say, say, say that again, bro. <laughs> oh. Bigger dick. <laughs> Bigger dick. Bigger dick. Bigger dick. Bigger dick. Did he say balls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's. He, can he you imagine? Balls, can you imagine that soundbite is associated with you for the rest of your life, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's in the box? Apparently, not a bigger dick. <laughs> oh my God! Who the hell can? <gasps> oh, th- this is probably the most appropriate soundbite. I said balls. Damn it. What? No, here you go. Say hello to my little friend! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. I can't believe he did that. Oh. Now to the end of time. (laughs) But you know what? Wait, wait, wait. What did he say? Wait, wait. (laughs) What is it you're asking for, man? (laughs) What? Well, I asked you for balls earlier, but I'm going to ask you You said (laughs) balls. But what did the guy say? He wants a what? (laughs) Let me go back to it. Oh, man. Bigger dick. (laughs) Bigger dick. Okay, just making sure. Bigger dick. A what? (laughs) Bigger dick. We'll get get Whitfield to help translate bigger dick. Uh, (laughs) Um... I just can't believe during a combine interview. And you know what's funny is that he says bigger dick in the interview, and the headline says NFL draft prospect Trey Adams wishes he had a bigger penis during the NFL. Dude, just say dick. I mean, how misleading is that? He wants a bigger <clears throat> dick, not a bigger penis. Well, I mean, plus they stuck an asterisk in penis. How is penis a bad word? It's not it's, funny. It's not. It's a correct word. I mean, right? It's a penis. <laughs> I mean, or or as Jim Rome would say, penis. A, a penis, yeah, the penis. <laughs> Don't worry, Haskins couldn't figure that out either. <laughs> He's like, of, cor- of course, neither could Chris Cooley back in the day. Remember? <laughs> oh my God. Playbook. <laughs> Not the playbook. Oh Jesus, that's a mess. Uh, what the <laughs> hell just happened? I don't know, man. Hey, where are the white women at? Instagram. You said balls. Actually, probably TikTok. Yeah. Quick shout out to Molly. 
Mm. I'm going to say Seidel ran her first marathon. You know, congrats to her. You know, big accomplishment. Oh, by the way, she qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, she was a runner. She was a runner in college. But it was her first. No, I hear you. No, it, marathon, no, bro. But, but the point of this is like you're leaving out like some pretty critical components of her story because I, if I remember correctly, not only was she a runner and I think she started running in middle school. She ran for Notre Dame, I think, and she ended up with like an eating disorder. So not only did she, she did she bounce back. She was a good runner, but she had to. I want to say it was an eating disorder. And she had to, I, I want to say it was some other stuff, anxiety, depression, something else. So she bounced back from that, right? Not only is it badass that she ran a marathon and qualified for the Olympics, she had to bounce back from that stuff that took her out of running, recover, get back into it, and then do that. That's phenomenal. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, like, there are people on Katie's swim team mm-hmm. who have qualified for Olympic trials. And the amount of practice that these people go through... Oh, it's ridiculous. I have no doubt. ...is grueling. No doubt. And, and the fact that she did it on her first marathon is, in my mind, just mind-boggling. Like, I, I know it's a different sport. I get that. I understand that. I understand that she was a runner beforehand. But, like... Running a good your first marathon in a good time is one thing, but Olympic level trials is just a completely different level. Oh sure, it, it's amazing, and like just the effort and I mean, oh ha- look, it's it's hat an, tip, hat tip, yeah, tip of the hat, like, man. You it's guys ha- hear me? Like I'm just speechless. Uh, yes, it's a, it's, like, it's an it's an incredible accomplishment. And she it, deserves you're some talking kudos. Talking to point zero 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 one percent. Zero point zero. Yes, Dean Wormer. Like <laughs> they, they, very few people, and like they do it on their first attempt. It, mm-hmm. It's just amazing to me, and like, like there there's kids on the swim team that have qualified to go to the Olympic trials. No, they won't make the team, mm-hmm. but. I mean, to qualify is an amazing thing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, if, 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 uh, if drinking ever becomes an Olympic sport, we've all got a shot. Outside of that, probably not. Uh, uh, if but, parallel uh, parking and, and drinking, I probably got some chops. <laughs> you know what, Justin? You may win that parallel parking contest. I don't know, man. In Carytown? Oh, I'd slaughter some people. In Cary- oh, my God. That's where I grew up, man. Back at cameras, though, make life a lot easier. Nah, you gotta turn all that crap off. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go straight up, dude. I, all, all natural. I'm screwed at that point. <laughs> Especially my pickup truck now, dude. Oh no, well, you, yeah, your truck's a beast. Uh, Mark's over. Mark's over here talking about all natural, man. Homeboy, you don't even drive. <laughs> I don't need to. I'm in DC. <laughs> <laughs> That facts. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Yeah, we didn't always live in DC. So yeah, that's all right though, man. You're in a good spot for you. You're in a good spot. You need the metro. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think one time I had you move a car on my drive in my driveway. 
Yeah, yeah, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you only had to drive it straight forward and straight back. <laughs> oh, that was great, man. Anywho, all right. Well, let's start. Let's start uh, uh, grinding through a couple of things just for fun. Uh, number one, uh, <laughs> stupid, stupid, and randomly funny to me. I can't believe that anybody actually got bent out of shape about this. But uh, number one, uh, pay attention and at least be accurate with the things you're going to go after. Our right, Garth Brooks rolls out of the Barry Sanders oh, in a Barry Sanders God. jersey, and people start giving him grief because they think he's it, it, it's for Bernie Sanders, bro. It's Barry Sanders. It's Detroit. What is wrong with y'all, man? What is wrong with y'all? What is but wrong with? I mean, for real. Alert. Yes. Number one, that's stupid. That, that's incredibly dumb. How do you confuse? How do you confuse that? How do you how? get? How do you get? How? how do you get that wrong? Right. You gotta give me a soundbite, bro. You Be gotta right. give me a soundbite on that one. Okay. Please. Here you go. Here, Pretty please. Look, here you go. Here, look. I'm pulling it up for you. All right. <laughs> that's tomorrow. Well, that's Bill O'Reilly. That's not the one we want. Hold on. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we break free of these idiots? Bro, slow your roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> If, Come on, we're, we're nearing the end here. I gotta get them I, in. I don't. It was it. It was in Detroit. It was a Detroit show. We I mean, we know that wasn't Eminem. I mean, but I could so go down a tangent that it's not necessary. But I mean, it's just bottom line is like this. This I think qualifies into cancel culture kind of bullshit. That just drives me insane. Everybody just wants to be offended or get angry about everything. And and uh, I even had this conversation with my my mom recently when my parents came to visit. Uh, reminded me of like after after the Grammys when uh, uh, I guess uh, Lizzo the rapper went out uh, to some strip clubs with uh, Dua Lipa. She's a pop singer, mm-hmm. and there were no pictures of, of Lizzo, even though it was known that she was there. But and the, the two of them were there. But there were pictures of Dua Lipa like tipping the strippers as one does at a strip club. And immediately afterwards, people were like, oh, she's, you know, sexualizing these women. Cancel Dua Lipa. There were genuinely a ton of people. She's giving them money. She's doing what you do at a strip club. It's saying this is okay, which is what everybody should say. If you want to do that for a profession, you should. But cancel her because she was at a strip club. Like, what are you talking about? Why? It's, I mean, if, she, if, if she was there on video, like, calling them, like, you know, Tramps and I mean, like, de- demeaning them. Sure, be mad at her, but she was there tipping them. That was what the videos were showing. Like, what? Are you... Ah! So yes, the cancel culture nonsense is just it's infuriating. Just, it's painfully uh, stupid. It's painfully stupid. I do. I do like the fact that Barry Sanders sent Garth Brooks a tweet that said, "Hey, want to be my VP number twenty for 2020?" Yeah, I like that too. That was funny. That was great. Hey, at Barry Sanders, I would run in the race with you. <laughs> you know, I mean, have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, I, and I know sometimes you get you get roped into this stuff on social media, and it's really a small number of people, and maybe a few of them are trying to be ironic or funny or something. Uh, I doubt that. I think they just ended up being big ding-dongs. I believe and, the hound 
has a better yeah, term for it that. Probably. <laughs> let me get let me get rid of friends in low places. Although that is true. We that, do have that, that that's a good that's song. true. That's true. That's true. I don't know what you were just asking for. I forgot now. So sorry. the hound. Oh, you wanted the hound. Here you go. All right. Oh, that's why you wanted it. Cunts. Yeah, there you go. And then I asked earlier <laughs> if we could break free of this nonsense. Oh my god. You went back to that? Yes. You would have. <laughs> Boo. That's dedicated to Mark. And at some point, Justin, uh-huh. at some point uh-huh. in the near future, mm. we'll be able to shake off all these songs. See? Like... I do love all get, those. I'm getting my quota in, man. I, I know. I know. I'm getting my annoying quota in to annoy everybody on the podcast. You're, you're good at that. I'm a cunt. I get it. What can I say except <laughs> you're welcome for the it's about right. It's about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, where is this thing at, man? All right, uh, two th- two other things, uh, college basketball related. Uh, number one, you know UNC's having a rough year when Roy's out there dropping f bombs in post game <laughs> pressers. All right, number two, <laughs> I'm just gonna play it because I can. You can, uh, you can compete your butt off, or you can get up in the fetal position and curl up and start crying. <laughs> I'm not going to freaking do that. We're going to. Excuse me. I apologize. To <laughs> I love the fact they did that. That's a rough year in UNC, man. It's a rough year. At that point, after year. that loss, they were ten and sixteen. I'd have to look up their record right now, but obviously a tough season. And I thought I, I thought I saw a stat that they've only had like one losing season in like fifty eight years or sixty years, and that was that one season under uh, Darty. Yeah, and and. And they've. Um, this was the first year they've ever lost at home to Clemson. Clemson had been like mm-hmm. oh and fifty some odd, and yeah. finally got them this year. But, mm-hmm. but UNC's won like their last two or three because they've gotten healthy. Mm-hmm. Right? They ain't making the tournament, but well, they unless they couple, make a run, unless they win, I mean, they could always win the ACC. They they could. But there's going to be a couple of bubble teams in ACC that if they don't take care of Carolina, Carolina's going to ship them out. <laughs> knock, knock them out of everything. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that a few weeks ago I was laughing about all my UNC fans that haven't said anything to me. And, of course, I talked some trash. And Duke did win that game. But they have proceeded to lose a lot of other games along the way. And so every time they take a loss, NC State... UVA, whatever. People like randomly come up to me and are like, "Oh, <laughs> how you doing today?" <laughs> they didn't have anything to say, and then I started a little trash talk, and so I've laughed about it. I'm, and I'm like, "You ought, to, you ought to talk a little trash." But isn't this a weird season? Like it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the weirdest seasons I can remember ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a bizarro thing. I, I don't know what to expect out of the tournament. I don't know what to expect out of, you know, uh, a lot of 
powerhouse programs that aren't very powerhouse right now. It, it, I, I don't know, dude. It's a little bit bizarre, but yeah. The, I, if I've, there were ever the year to do the billion dollar bracket, bring mm-hmm. it back, Warren Buffett, this would be the year. Maybe this is the, maybe this zero point zero chance anyone gets a hundred percent bracket. Maybe this is the great. This is a year for like the great rando, right? Gonzaga or or Dayton or Seton Hall, like somebody like you would totally never pick to win. Like the whole thing just does it, but which would be kind of cool. I get down with that, but I, I guarantee you our brackets are going to be a big pile of steaming crap. Oh Lord! Yeah, I mean other than Marks because he's always on point, but the rest of us, you that motherfucker got the final <laughs> four right last year. <laughs> oh. Side note, Mark, my friend, my fellow Duke fan, um, what did you? Yeah, I know. Woo! Did you enjoy Coach K's rant about, um, about coming about telling which, critics to which come one? about telling critics to come into Cameron and look up look up in the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that, was, that was pretty great. It took me a second, but I was like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- here you go. I'll I'll play it. I'll play it for you because I actually kind of got a kick out of this. When you lose, then you, we've lost. Oh, the world is going to end. And a lot of pressure is put on. You know, even social media, like, it's amazing what people put out. You know, really, if you're our fans, don't do that. You know, come on, man. These kids are 18 and 19 years old. I mean, you can question my coaching and what the hell. And then when you do question it, by the way, just come into Cameron and look up in the ceiling. All right. And then then find out if you should question that. You know, but, uh, <laughs> don't, don't do anything with our players. Yeah, just support them. (laughs) Just look up there, man. Just look up there. (laughs) That's equivalent of scoreboard, right? Scoreboard. Yeah. That's that's the scoreboard right there. Ceiling. Yeah. I will say the highlight. Go ahead. Let me tell you something. You got to get (laughs) – I love that. I love that quote so much now. Mm. Yeah, man. Like – you, you criticizing a program that's got a guy that's won five national titles. Uh, sit your ass down and shut up and listen and learn. That that that's all you need to do. Yeah. Just just sit your ass down, listen and learn. Twelve final fours, five national championships, all time winning as coach in Division One history. He's done a couple of things right. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he he's pretty good. You know. Dude's Sit okay. your ass down and listen and learn. <laughs> it, like, it, like, it, if you want to give him grief for not being able to recruit enough, you know, enough shooters that can be just rocking, rocking the deep. Sh- fine, okay, that that's fair. That that's fair. It happens. It, sure. It happens. If, if you want man. to criticize him for having a team that had Zion and Cam Reddish and you know, and all the talent they had last year and getting taken out. Was it Michigan State that took him? Fucking Michigan, Michigan State, State took him out, yes. Swear to God, Michigan State. Yeah, I, mean, I hate that Tom team. Tom Izzo is just... Um, that, that, but, that's a Tom you know, Izzo game. I know, I know. I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I, I think there's there's things that you can be reasonably critical about, but I, I, I think his point remains. You know, people, people expend way too much energy going after kids, and... You know, I don't sweat a whole bunch of stuff over the course of the season because it's it's a learning process. You know, if they put it together, and Shannon, I mean, you're a Kentucky guy. You know how that yeah. goes. I mean, part of the point of the regular season is for these teams to develop chemistry and learn how to ball. 
you yeah. know, together as a team. And if you've got young players, which given the turnover that they have with Kentucky, for obvious reasons, it's not turnover because they stink. It's turnover because they leave. They're getting yeah. drafted. Same thing with Duke. You have a lot of talent. They leave early. So every year is a unique kind of thing. This is not like it was where you got, you know, Leitner and Hurley there for what felt like eons. Um, yeah, four years. Yeah, yeah. Or, or players staying, you know, four, you know, great players staying four years. That stuff just, I mean, that's a rarity. Or so, developing. Or developing, yes. I mean, it's just a different deal. So, you know, I, I think you have to give these young players the latitude in season to grow their game. And taking some hard losses and taking some lumps and responding to that tells you a lot about a team. I don't know how good Duke legitimately is, but I do know they got embarrassed by by NC State, and then they came back and they beat their ass. Yep. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they took something they out of They lost by 22, and they won by, like, 17. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. They hammered them. They, 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 they laid the hammer on them. Yeah. And... You know, Kentucky was up by 17 in the second half to Tennessee, a team they beat handily the first time, and then mm-hmm. they lose because they gave up the lead mm-hmm. because they didn't close the game properly. Guess what they're going to work on this week? Closing the game. Closing the game out. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's a huge – you know, people will look at that, oh, well, now you're on the three line. It, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter. Once you get to March, once you got your chemistry going, it doesn't matter what seed you are. You just one game, win it next. That's all it is. And it's it's just a matter of focus on this game, win this game next. Mm-hmm. If if you don't win the game, then it's over. But you have to focus on you have to put your entire energy and focus on that one game. And that's all there is to it. And if if Kentucky's weakness right now was closing or defending uh, down low where a guy went off for 27 on them tonight, then you need to work on that kind of defense. And that's what they'll work on because teams will see that weakness and they have to try to protect that weakness now. Mm -hmm. It's the same with Duke when they had the, the three game losing streak and they came back and just walloped NC State. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, I, I just, you know, people, <laughs> I mean, college basketball can be so volatile and, and, and you just never know, you know, so, so many of these teams are so young, but I, I'm a fan of this Duke team. I mean, I, I, I think they've uh, got some great stars. Uh, maybe the three-point shooting isn't isn't the absolute best, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I They always show up come, come, come tourney time. And, uh, that was fun and, seeing and, David yeah. Robinson, the admiral, in the stands the other day. Yeah, that was very cool. That was cool. <laughs> you know what's weird is to realize how old some of these people are. Like, I think it isn't Charles Barkley like fifty-seven or something. You know, like like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like these people, you don't you don't necessarily think about it, and then they're like, all of a sudden they're like closing on like sixty. You're like, what? How? Oh God, huh? dude! I mean, it, it's so weird. I mean, allegedly, I'm 40, so... Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> How old is Michael Jordan? Is he 57? 55, I No, think. he's 57, brother. He was born in is 63, he? yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. Charles Barkley is 57. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
old is David Robinson? Let's look how, look how old he is. Well, he was Navy with 85, so... He's 54. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. He still looks young, man. Like, they showed him in the crowd the other day, dude. Damn, bro. Bill Russell's 86. Well, that... that, that I mean, he's old school. He's old school, yeah. Point. But, I mean, like, like for real. It's just weird. God, it's weird. You're like, Michael Jordan's almost 60. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> What? What are you talking about, man? Really? Bruh. Yeah. I, Bruh. Can I do a quick, a quick, a quick non-sports one that uh-huh. I feel like will surprise you? Yeah. How, how old would you think Jared Leto is? Um, I don't know. I hadn't really thought very much about that one. So I'm gonna, given the fact that you brought that up, I'm gonna go with he's older than people would expect. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop like a, you know, I'm gonna drop like a a, a forty-three. 48. 48? Hey, cool. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have guessed that. No, nah, me neither. Mm-mm. I finally did watch uh, Joker. Loved it. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Great movie. Um, I also watched the Sonic movie, which I really enjoyed. Nice. I've heard great things. I got to watch yeah. it. it it's, 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 it's worth a watch. I'm not going to tell you it's, you know, phenomenal cinema. I mean, like the, like Joker was a film. Right? right, that was a film. That was a great film. Um, Sonic was just fun. That was fun. They did a great job with that character. I'm so glad they redid the animation for Sonic. They had some callbacks to the game. They did a good job. They did a really good job with that. That was a fu- that was a fun family movie. That was enjoyable. Nice. So, uh, but it, it, for a video game movie, it was great. Uh, nice. For like highbrow you know art maybe not but for a video a video <laughs> game movie of a period like in time that i'm nostalgic for that i grew up with sonic you know my kids liked it i liked it you know i don't think sarah cares one way or the other but i enjoyed it, it, it was, and i'm glad i'm I glad it did well entertained the kids that's yeah. all she cares and I'm, about right and i'm glad it did well exactly i hope you you and her i hope you'll maybe get a chance to check out a. Uh, Parasite soon. I'd be very curious about both your thoughts. But oh yeah, uh, I'll, Hulu I'll... in April, I believe. What is? Uh, Parasite will be on Hulu in April. Nice. So you'll be able to see it for free. Oh, I'll be able to see it before then. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you and your ways. I'll, I'll see it in April. Nice. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have been enjoying Picard. That's that's been my show du jour as of late. Other than Attack on Titan, which I'm now rewatching with the English dubs, I did the I did the subtitled, and I loved it, loved that show. Uh, but now I'm watching the dub version. Game of Thrones. I'm not ready to I'm, re- I'm not ready to rewatch Game. Uh, I'm not ready to rewatch Thrones yet. I will. I've heard good things about this show called Fargo, though. So I was asking if you were traveling to North yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> good old Fargo, man. But see, then yeah. it then it ruins everything. Uh, by the way, Shannon, do you love the fact that uh, Tony Romo got crazy pay- seventeen mil, bruh, bruh, love it, love it. seventeen straight, million dollars straight straight, straight cash, homie, dude. How much do you think they're gonna have to throw at Peyton Man if they're if they're dropping seventeen million on Romo? How much money do you think somebody's gonna have to drop on Peyton Manning to get him? To roll out and do that. Um, well, let, let's see how it does first. Uh, you, you ain't getting the Tony Romo money unless you prove it. 
They, I, they they may give him ten million to start, but if he if he can prove that he's just as good as Tony Romo on the uh, mic and uh, predicting the plays and getting everybody to universally agree that yo this is the best guy, then okay sure then yeah. then we'll give you twenty million, but you ain't getting Tony Romo money till you prove it. Well, I, that's weird to say. <laughs> That is totally weird to say. But, yeah, right. I mean, it's true. It, it really is because Tony is, is is magic on the mic, and he's, he's not good. magic mic. He's, he's good, and mic. and I love the tandem. I love uh, the, they're a great pair. Um, they are, and I I hope they don't have to bust that up. I'm glad that Romo stayed with CBS. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, that was a good call, Tony. Just just hang out and chill, man. Do a little football. Have a little fun, bro. Now that Eli's done, right? Now that Eli's done, I, I think I think we're gonna see, you know, Peyton rolling out and doing some more of this stuff. I really do. When he's ready, if he's ready, if he wants to do it, he'll be in the booth. I just don't know that that's what he wants. I think he, you know, he's got so many other things that he can do. Uh, and I could totally see, like, I wouldn't see Romo running a team, but I could see Peyton running a team. You know what I mean? Or owning a team. <laughs> If he can, if he, sure. wants. If he, if can he get, wants, if he wants to, if he can get up enough scratch, I could see him doing that. So, yeah, I could too. As I'm closing out tabs, Redskins coach Ron Rivera told Tua he wants to draft him to replace Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that, all bro. All smoke and mirrors. Yeah, all smoke and mirrors. Oh, uh, Mark, one of my favorite. I know we have. I know we've talked lots about the XFL. I've watched a couple of games and I've enjoyed them, but like I don't have any real attachment to the teams or attachment to the players. So it's kind of hard. You know, it's just different. Uh, there's no fantasy football. There's none of that stuff. But I do like the random sideline interviews. I don't know that you could do that in the NFL. It might be a little bit disastrous, but it is very entertaining in the XFL. And since this is a, a former Giants coach, Kevin Gilbride, I love the whole Matt McGloin thing. That is like an all-time, that's an all-timer. what does this team need to do on offense to get something going here? We need to change the whole entire game plan at halftime. Okay, what do you need to change about the game plan? What are you, you frustrated know, about? There's just a lot going on right now. Uh, it's embarrassing for us here as an offense, so a lot of things we want to fix and correct. Thanks. <laughs> we need to change the whole offense, y'all. <laughs> I mean, like, for real. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Ooh. Gilbride uh, responded. I need to go talk to him and figure out what the problem is because he needs to play better. Maybe he needs to throw less <laughs> yeah. interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man! And then he gets benched. He gets benched. Eight of nineteen Oof. for with two picks. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll get you benched. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, well, I think we need to make a lot of adjustments, make a lot of changes. Uh, just, I mean, to be honest with you, this is probably the worst, one of the worst games I've ever been a part of, you know, offensively. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's back to the drawing board, back to square one. I mean, when you win like we did a week ago, it hides a lot of your problems. And you know, when you play a good team like, like D.C. today, you, you can get ex exposed very quickly like we did. <laughs> Whoops. You say there's some issues going on. This is the best part, what man. What stands out to you right now in terms of how this play calling is going? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on behind closed doors. You know, I think we need to clean that up. Communication especially is one. Um, and it showed today just at no point in time that I think we were comfortable out there. At no point in time that I think we were in a position to try to be successful. So and it's, I think it was pretty easy to see. 
That's just like flat out stone cold, man. At no point did I think we were comfortable. At no point in time did I think we were in a position to try to be successful. I don't know if that's like like an indictment of who he is as a quarterback or Kevin Gilbride or what, but that's 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 not, you know, that's not a good look, bro. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Anyway, that's a mess. All right. I'm just I'm just starting to dump dump tabs here. There's a whole bunch of stuff we're just not going to get to. So I'm just going to start closing all yeah. these things out. And that's okay. All the day. I know. We're just about there. Because it is late, bro. It's always late when we do these things, though. Fucking whore. Yeah, that's what happens, man. Pretty much. <laughs> Freaking Mark. Uh, hey. Hey, man. And, look. His, and his genius statements. Yeah. <laughs> Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> 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 oh, that stuff, yeah. Good times. All right. A couple of like randos. We're going to wrap up and get out of here. A couple of randos just for you guys. Uh, number one, this headline. I love this one. The World Taekwondo Federation changes name over negative connotations because it's, it's WTF. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it felt in the digital age that the slang of the old abbreviation was unrelated to our organization. And so it was important that we rebranded to better engage fans. But I, lo I love the pictures of the WTF General Assembly. That is fantastic. I feel like that's more appropriate for what's happening in uh, our country at the moment. We need the, we need the WTF General Assembly. I think that's yeah, legitimate. I love that one. Oh man, I love that one. Uh, here you go, and and you know this will be this this is the last story I think. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm just gonna read the headline. I just want you to <laughs> thieves steal 1.3 million dollars worth of intimate toys from a parked truck. 1.3 million dollars of sex toys. What? No. <laughs> no. No. Why? <laughs> there was quite. Mark, a... Mark, do you want the honors on this one? Um. How do you fuck that up? Or, uh... you, you just gotta let that go, man. Yeah. You don't need all that stuff. All right. Well, if somebody does. You gotta let that go. Somebody does. Oh well, that too. There you go. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. One point three million dollars of sex toys. Think Maybe that, if they could turn back time, they get one point three million. I don't know. I, th I, I think that's better toys. than the, in the original Fast and the Furious, where they stole DVD players and CRT TVs. I mean, to be honest, did they really <laughs> think that movie is going to turn into this big of a franchise? No, probably not. Probably not. So uh, I would imagine the answer was no. Uh, anyway, all right, well, let's wrap up. And uh, you know what? I've just about finished this. Oh, my God, I did finish this beer. Damn it. I thought, I, I, thought I had a whole other beverage to drink. Oh, well. I'm going to have to go get a Corona, brother. Mark, Shannon had never heard this. Do you remember this song? Oh, yeah. Nine Coronas. I began to kiss her. I did her zipper. 
I don't know when this came out, but I feel like uh, it, I, I, I feel like it's older than YouTube. <laughs> like it's like it's like way. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's like way old. Because <laughs> it's like some really horrible, horrible. An- I mean, it's terrible animation, man. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely nice. That's definitely a great Yeah, like all all the pop culture names are. You're like, yeah, that that's definitely that's like, 90s. That, yeah. that, that's old, buddy. Oh my god. Man. That is heinous. That is heinous. Anyway, there's your throwback. Well, we were talking about the coronavirus. Wow. Yeah, I know. That, that's an old one. Ooh, I mean, you said you've never heard that before, Wednesday. right? Shannon, you said you've never heard that before, right? No, I had yeah. not. Because we were talking about the coronavirus, and then my Sharona, and then my Corona, and then I was like, what about that song? And it took me, it took me a minute to find that. That's um, a good pull. It's really a good pull. It's a, it's a good pull. Other than like we're gonna get like pop culture OK boomered for dig. <laughs> we're like internet OK boomers, man. <laughs> you know what? The hound has a term for those people who call us that. Fuck the king. The fuck are you doing? Shut up about it. Lots of cunts. <laughs> you dumb you bitch. Go. You're a talker. You're a talker, man. You got any ale? Hell yeah. Bring me one of those chickens. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. All right. Oh, I didn't say the end of the show would make any sense. It clearly did not, but that's okay. It never does. No, not usually. We, we quote, unquote, tried. <laughs> well, Whitfield did. <laughs> Bart Simpson, at least you tried the cake into the Well, I'm here to you. tell you that you're exactly. probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to Jack Squat. There you go. Anyway. No, we won't. All right. Anyway, well, let's get out of here. Guys, it's, it's fun to catch up. Thanks Always. for some salute o'clock fun. And a little bit of uh, a little bit of a rewind through yeah, February. That was good. Looking forward to March Madness, uh, yes, Mark. I, I hope uh, I hope you have some good Mets fun to look forward to. And I hope uh, I hope the Astros suck fat bags of ass all year. That'll be ex- <laughs> that'll be extra satisfying for me. And Shannon, I can't wait to see you celebrate every touchdown throw by Philip Rageface Rivers. It's going to be fantastic. Oh. No, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> anyway, no, and, 
Roy Jenkins. And, I, and Randy. <laughs> oh, that's what it was, because Randy got the coronavirus at Galaxy Con. That's what the yes. conversation was. <laughs> I don't even know. Did he have a picture with Shatner? I think yes. he did. Yeah, they had they had a lot of fun pictures. Yeah, <laughs> Galaxy Con and the coronavirus. Thanks a lot, Giles. Here I was gonna go dream to dream for Tom Brady and San Fran. <laughs> anyway, heal up, dude. Get better so you can celebrate Tom Brady. Randy, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> And I we, mean, look. And we didn't, we didn't even blow, we didn't have anybody blowing Duke this time. <laughs> Where's that sound bite, man? Oh God! Oh, that's. <laughs> it's somewhere on Winamp. It, it is. It is. It is. Anyway, that's okay. Come on. Uh, well, I don't have Winamp open, man. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, bro. But I bet. I wonder if I just search Blow Duke in my library if it'll find it. Oh, look. Randy Blows Duke. That's actually... That that is listed as a song. <laughs> well, if that's all you guys are going to do is Blow Duke, I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. It is known as Blow Duke. There you go. That's how I saved that. Oh, God. There you go. All right. Randy, that one... That that one was for you, brother. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's get out of here and go to bed, guys. As always, it's been fun. Uh, look, you can track us down on a whole host of different things. Our home feeds on Podbean for the main podcast is hosted, of course, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster dot com, a whole bunch of other services. I know we were all over the map tonight. I get it. It's kind of this ran, random interval period of the sports calendar. We'll have obviously plenty of things to discuss and chat about and make fun of and and have fun with going forward. Rest assured, no doubt. Uh, but from all of us, all of you, enjoy the week and, and whatever the sports world may bring to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. For yeah, sure. Buddy. But, yes, from all of us, all of you, thank you, as always. And uh, good night now. And I did, by the way, not only did I vote, but I also picked up Frozen 2 today. Hashtag girl dad that's winning buddy singing some songs with the daughter in the car bro hashtag winning yeah absolutely there it is Woo! tiger blood <laughs> i don't know if i want to make like sheen references when it comes to like being a dad but yes close enough <laughs> anyway all right y'all oh here we go yeah into it again i love the song I do. I just don't know where my timestamp is. Oh, there we go. There we go. Good enough. It's like the NFL draft. Forget all those mock drafts you see, man. Into the unknown, baby. This is also and free agency. And this is also Tom Brady during free agency. <laughs> This is also Dan Snyder happened to give full football operational controls to, to somebody else. 
This is apparently is also Dwayne Haskins attempting to read the playbook. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it's also Whitfield trying to do the wife carrying run. Oh no! <laughs> Oh, anyway. All right, on that note, that's good enough. (laughs) This podcast turned into a roast. (laughs) There it is. All right. From, (laughs) From all of us to all of you. Enjoy the unknown, I guess. <laughs> Does that count as a one night stand? That's into the unknown, isn't it? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, survey says yes. <laughs> survey says yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I imagine this one's getting cut. The next day. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there's <laughs> There is. <laughs> uh, anyway, from all of us, all of you, and have a great week. We'll catch you uh, on the flip side. As always, your friends at the Sports Brew, thanks for putting up with our stupidity. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there you go. Good enough. Peace out, friends, and good night now. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Good night, fellas. Night.